This is the Grouse House Podcast. Welcome to the grand final spectacular, la 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 la. The, what a year, bounce that pill. Coming to you live from the London Palladium, aka Tom's Hotel Room. Mm. We are in London and it is grand final week and this country is a buzz. Yes. They're acting like it's for the rugby mm. World Cup, but actually the deep down they know it's for the AFL. Mm. Um, welcome to the footy with Broden Kelly. Hey, um, how you been? Yeah, so good. Just been vegging, taking it easy. We've had a week off in London yes. before we go to America. I haven't slept in, in feverish excitement for the AFL Grand <laughs> Final this Saturday <laughs> at 3.20, the traditional time, Yeah, not night time. No. You can fuck off with that. Yeah. It's the Grand Final. Folks, to be sincere for a moment, we have been doing this podcast since the start of March. Do you remember? I was 34 back then. I remember my funny preconceived notions of what the podcast would be. Yes, what did you think it would be? <laughs> I just, I just always think back to like how you did your Jared Waitley monologue. I think I said this. Recently. Yeah, no, we did. <laughs> I, it was just my a, statement of intention. I know. I just thought, oh, this is what it is. Brandon's going to come in with a brief prepared speech. Everywhere. No, fuck that. That was just like <laughs> that was the that was what Jared Waitley did on his first ever episode of Waitley. He yeah. said, "Here's what this show's going to be." I loved it, and I was like, "Grouse!" I won't even have to speak. No, <laughs> no, and you, and you never shut the fuck up Since, after that. Yeah, you haven't. Let me get a word in edgeways. It's true. Um, we put, we started this podcast. I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again because mm. I, uh, this is a letter of love to you, the listener, uh, for coming along on the journey with us. I said to people at the start of the year, I was like, I, I, I pitched this to listener. Yeah. I said, I feel like that if you like football, there's two kinds of media you can consume. One is ex-football players and old fo- and old people talking statistically and seriously about it. Yeah. Your 360s, your on the couches. Yeah. And if you want something a bit more lighthearted, your only choice is the lads. Yeah. The boys. The you know, and it's a very like oh, a couple of you know, you know, frothies kind of situation. Yeah. And I was like, I think there's a lot of people out there who don't fit into either of those two categories or might like a bit of the serious chat but might be looking for something else entirely. 100%. And yeah. so I, I I thought if we just made a show that predominantly tries to speak to people who have who maybe are a bit dorky, maybe a bit alternative, who don't fit into that, who love footy mm. but never maybe didn't play it or maybe didn't like, you know, aren't part of a football club maybe they're graphic designers or they're doctors or they work at Coles or they but they like footy but it's not their whole lives but they like to or they just like to talk a bit more lightheartedly but they weren't the jocks at school Mm. so that was the kind of goal for it yeah and I didn't know how it would go and you were like "Um, I'd like to do that and I was like well fucking let's do it let's do it baby So, so then we started doing it in the first week. We had um, a couple of, we had a thousand or a couple of thousand listeners, mm. and that was really nice. I'm like, great, perfect, just a, a nice little audience. And then every week we've seen it grow from word of mouth, basically, and yeah. that's from you telling your friends about the show and from getting in. The way that you guys engage with it every week, predominantly when we get things wrong. Yes. Um, and predominantly when we're talking about food or milk or uh, 
anything has been really, really lovely. And I feel like we've built a really nice community. And to the point where by the end of this year, we're sitting on like, should I say number? We're sitting on like 20,000 listeners a week mm. to the show, which is huge. It, it's made it in, in, to put that in context, in Australia, I think we're in the top, we were the what, 70th? We're seventieth biggest podcast or something. I think. Yeah, we're the seventieth yeah. Australian biggest Australian podcast, and that's including shit like Kyle and Jackie O and Hamish and Andy and everything. The right? Auntie Donna podcast. The Auntie Donna podcast. Mm. And um, Joe Rogan. Yeah, is he Australian? No, I don't. Think and so. so it's just really nice because we feel a bit. Uh, is the word vindicated? We feel like people came along for the ride. And it was really, really nice. And I just want to say thank you personally to you for listening every week. We really, really appreciate it. Mm. We hope you enjoy it. We hope that we filled that 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 gap for you. And we're going to keep doing it because we also, I've had so much fun making this. Have you? Uh, yeah, so much fun. It's been a real light of my life. It's been, it's been, it's been seeing you um, at the start of you going, I don't know what to say, mm. to having a lot to say. Yeah, too much perhaps. No, uh, enough. <laughs> a good amount. We've learned so many things about you, which we'll get into later. Yeah. Um, but I've really enjoyed it too. It's been a great avenue for me to be able to do something as well. Something um, different. Something different. I love footy. And I was worried that it would make me like footy less having to think and talk about it. But it's exactly the same amount. <laughs> I, I, I like it as much as I did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very happy about it. So just a very, very quick thank you there. Let's crack in. Hit that stick. I thought we'd start because it's the grand final this weekend, Tom. Yeah. The AFL grand final. And because you started watching football last year. Yeah. Uh, not really, but, you know, relatively. Yeah. Like, really, the f- when you did Hawthorne win the f- grand final? They won a few. They won one in 2008. 2008. I'd say that's the first time I was like, oh, jeepers. And I watched like the final series. Yes. And then after that, somewhere around then, I started watching a bit more. Okay, great. Well, this you're going to love this list, Tom. Great. I've brought the top eight, my top eight grand finals since the year 2000. Mm. I would call it the modern era. Yeah. Do you know why? Because the year 2000 happened and we're in a new century and we're at a point now where there's been 23. Is that right? Or 23 or 24? This will be the 23rd, right? If you include 2000. Oh, 2024th, perhaps. Yeah. Is yeah, that how it works? Yeah, that is how it works. There's been 24 grand finals, so almost a quarter of a century's worth of grand finals that we can use as the metrics. Millennia. We've seen the game change dramatically Haven't over we? that period. So I'm giving you my top eight, okay? Okay. Special why mention. Why top eight? Why not top ten? You know why. <laughs> top, I've given you, but here's my ninth. I put D's dogs. I would have put D's dogs in... First. For me, it's number one, one for me. Number one for you. It's number one for me. You watched but every coverage of it. If it, it was almost number one, if not for that... Uh, you know, for me, it's the reason it's the best ever is because we won. But yeah. that game was back and forthing. It was really yeah, special. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it also loses points because it was BT Brayshaw. Yeah, and it just was over in the third right? But you'll see in my list, it gains points for drought breaking. Right. So that's number nine. Okay. Sure, D's sure, dogs. Sure. I took it out because of I don't want to get done for bias. Yeah. People going off about Vic bias. It doesn't even exist, Tom. <laughs> number eight. We just talked about this as well. The 2008 Hawthorne Geelong Grand Final. Yeah. This is in my top eight for it. Yeah. Don't look at the list. Sorry. You're going to... You you can't. Tom saw the list. No, I didn't look properly. I just... You reminded me. Yes. 
and that's why I looked towards your computer that I got a, I was talking about this last week and got a big fact check wrong what did you say for some reason I said that Brian Lake was the hero of that game no, he it was, was Stuart Jew he was in one later <laughs> it was Stuart Jew yes so that's people came for me for that too. one of the reasons <laughs> this is in my top 8 is it's the Stuart Jew, Jew game, game famously yeah. he got delisted by Port in 2006 yeah Clarko, ex-assistant coach, said, yeah. come over here, mate. I'm going to sort you out. Took a year off to put on some kilos. Yeah, he put some kegs on, came yep. back and was the difference yeah, he in was, a grand yeah. final. Yeah. Do you know why else this is a in my top eight? McAvaney, Kometi. All right. Potentially the best pairing. No, the best pairing. Of all time. Uh, for at least this century, I would say. Mm. So that's my number eight. Yep. Number seven, Geelong... Collingwood. Geelong Collingwood. Geelong Collingwood in 2011. 2011. This was Chris Scott's first year. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a Hudson Quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, so it's uh, Anthony Hudson and Quartermain, yeah. which come up in this list a lot. Okay. It made me think. So Stephen Quartermain, who now does the sport on Channel 10. Do you know Stephen Quartermain? No, uh, not by look, but perhaps by by sound. Yeah, so he is the voice of the 2000s for football. And right. Because right? he was a Channel 10 commentator. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Hudson was there as well as a commentator. So he, uh, th- that's a great pairing. And it made me think, is it worth getting quarters back for commentary? Well, yeah. What, what's his thoughts on the matter? Leo, I think, I think he's he happy. Retired, I think he's, he's a Channel 10 guy. But and like, I, what does he do? Like the news or something? Yes, he does the news. He's oh, the right. sports reporter for the news. So he's the Joe Watson of, of Channel Ten. No, the, you mean you mean his father? Yeah, his dad. That's who I mean. Who's his dad? Wispy Watson. Yeah. Tim Watson. Yeah, so he's the Tim Watson of Channel Ten. Yes, but he used to host the news, and then he was replaced by Jennifer Kite. Oh wow! And then he became sport. They sacked him, yeah. and then he came back as sports. Oh, guy. cool! But I th- I liked him as a commentator. Um, that's my hot opinion. That was a good game as well. That was the Tom Hawkins game. So a young Tom Hawkins who was going to be the rising star of Geelong. Yeah. He kept he just kept marking the ball and he was the difference. He kept missing them and then he ended up handballing off to um what's his name? Superstar? Pudsey Adley. No. <laughs> Pudsey Adley got injured that day, dislocated okay. his shoulder. Ouch. Um it's the one, you know. Snappy do Steve Stevie Stevie J. Oh Stevie J. Stevie yeah, J. Yeah. Snap one off to him. He was the difference that day though. It was the Tom Hawkins game. That so did Tom uh, get the he award? Up, he kept taking big clunker marks. Yeah, right. It was it was a uh, was a big. It was you were just riding the ra- the wave with him. I remember as well. Varco playing for Geelong at the time got the first goal almost immediately. and was very yeah, exciting. Yeah, right. And um, was this a, did Gary Ablett ever win the award? What award? The best on the day award. Norm Smith. Norm Smith. <laughs> best. Because he would have won it that year, surely, right? That year. If he ever won one. I, look, I'm sorry, I don't remember. Because it sounds like Tom Hawkins should have got it. <laughs> you want to Google it? <laughs> the Norm Smith that year was the 108 centimeter, 89 kilo Geelong player Jimmy Bartell. All oh, right. So uh, put that in your pocket. I wonder if Gary ever got one. Gary Ablett, uh, if he ever got a Norm Smith. No. Paul Chapman got it in 2009, Jimmy Bartell got it in 2011, and Isaac Smith got it in 2022. Isn't it crazy how some of the best players of all time never got a norm? Well, it's you got to be good in one game. Yeah. What's his name? Jason Johannesson's a Norm Smith medalist. Yeah, player. and then ever since then got tagged out of the game, right? Byron Pickett, Stevie J also in 2007, yeah. Luke Hodge, Lenny Hayes uh, did the in the draw. Anyway, back oh, yeah, to my yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, number six, Richmond Adelaide. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2017? The breaking of a club. Drought, drought breaking. <laughs> mm. 
But this was an interesting hybrid one. Commentary team was McAvaney, Brian Taylor. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so it was yeah, a yeah. changing of the guard era because Cometti had retired. Yeah. McAvaney was about to retire and Brian Taylor was coming in. Yeah. So it's 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 okay. There's no way they're going to get BT to do this weekend, right? I'll guarantee you. I, I don't know the coverage team. You need have, someone serious, surely. Um, we are going to cover who's covering this game after my list. Sure. But that was a McAvaney. It was drought breaking. It wasn't a close game, but um, there was lots of cool stories about Adelaide that year were doing their weird mental shit yeah, yeah, yeah. where they were standing there and yeah. they would wait until during the national anthem, they stand, they stood there with their arms by their side and they'd stare down the other team. Mm. They did this for the whole finals and then when the, they wouldn't leave until the other team walked away. Yeah. And uh, they ended up losing. It was very embarrassing. Yeah, it was that culture that broke them then for like five years afterwards. Yeah, because Adelaide was really good and then they went on that ridiculous camp and yeah. uh, it cooked them. Which I assume are the same people that got all that, that crazy stuff going. And it was Richmond broke their drought. And personally for mm. me, my grandfather, my pa, who went for Richmond, got to see him win a flag. It was very cool. I yeah. was at this game. I think this, I can't this was the year the Killers played as well. Yeah, so that was good. Great grand final entertainment. It was yeah. really cool. Um. Number five. This is in two thousand and two, Brisbane Collingwood. So this is the this is the second time I think they played out of the three. Yeah, um, and it was a close game. It was decided by nine points in the yeah. end, but it was tight, tight, tight all game. Ackermanis kicked a really important goal at the end. It was a fucking war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an absolute battle. The I feel I don't know if this. It's probably not true, but. When you look at these games from the early 2000s, and particularly you look at the Brisbane Lions super team, mm. they all look gigantic. Yeah, they're all rough. Just right? built like yeah. brick shit houses. Yeah. And on the other team as well, Buckley is massive. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Anthony Rocker and all these gigantic players. It was a war and they're brutal. And it's, it's fantastic. It's an awesome game. There's a 30-minute highlight package of it, which I recommend you go and watch before we have a rematch on the weekend. Yeah, grouse. It was Hudson and Quarters calling that game as Again, well. Yeah, and yeah. they used to do that five-minute warning shit. And uh, it's uh, it's stressful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number four, 2006. This is the West Coast-Sydney rematch. Quarters and Hudson called it again. So there was two years in a row where West Coast and Sydney had a bitter rivalry oh, right. for That's the flag. Um, and this one was uh, another war and West Coast finally got their flag. In the middle of the 2000s, after Brisbane were the best team, West Coast were easily the best team in the league, just dominant. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were yeah. playing out of their shithole stadium in Subiaco and just dominated. Yeah. Ben Cousins, Daniel Kerr, Chris Judd, right? Yeah, yeah, this team. Um, as before, you know, uh, Daniel Kerr was an afterthought in the yeah. Kerr family. Um, and uh, Quarters and Hudson, great call. And uh, West Coast got the flag. And it was, we found out later Ben Cousins was on all of the drugs. <laughs> all the drugs, In yeah. this game, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, number three, the 2010 Collingwood St. Kilda. Not the Collingwood flag. No, the, the first, first one. one. The draw. The first one was sold out, crowd full. Um, Kometi and McAvaney. Mm. So awesome pairing as well. But just the most tense, incredible. Yeah, I, I've been meaning for years to go what, back and watch this because... Um, Friend of the pod, Brianna, um, Ethan's partner, once told me that it was like statistically like the most contested game of all time. Yeah, it's crazy. And then I went and looked it up after that and started looking at it and it was like 138 tackles each and yeah. all these crazy contested stats. Famously for St Kilda fans, I'm sorry to bring it up, but there's the Stephen Milne bounce in yeah. the square. Oh yeah. my God. Where the ball was going to bounce into his hands and it bounced weirdly. Yeah. And he would have got it and kicked a goal and they would have won. Yeah. But then Collingwood went on to win the next week, but that draw... 
you know, that's um, like that's incredible. Yeah, 100%. and they will never happen that. again. I've got to watch that. Do you know that'll never happen again? A draw because of the they had extra time now. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because it was a bit of a fizzer the next week because it was only 93,000 there thanks to the MCC members. Yeah. I think Lionel Richie performed. It was weird. And, and it just, and it was over early, right? It wasn't close Yeah, it was, again. It was a, they, they blew it out. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. Number two, 2016, Bulldogs v. Sydney. Yeah. Committee, Committee McAvaney. Wasn't a close game. No. But it had passion. And like Footscray at that time, the hipsters from the West, yeah. like working class. Yeah. It was great. But also coming from seventh or whatever, right? Yes. Yeah, it was such a journey, like so unexpected. The Tom Boyd game. Yeah, yeah, it was the Tom Boyd game. Yeah. So that was really cool. I was really just happy for all the Footscray fans. It was the first time we've had drought breakers out our ass since yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, totally. And this was like the first one in forever. Yeah. It was really, really cool. 2005 is my number one. Okay. Sydney versus West Coast. So this was a, the longest drought broken in the AFL at the time. Oh, did you, who won? The Sydney Swans. Really? So they, they hadn't won one for ages? 70 years. Really? Yeah. Because in my head, they've just win everything They're all the powerhouse. time. Yeah. Right. So there was periods in the 90s where Sydney were gone. So South Melbourne, fucked. Yeah. And then moved to um, Sydney. Yeah. Had all this weird ownership stuff where people, a guy owned them. Yeah. Had, um, what's his name? He, had, he, had, he marries all the young women. What's yeah, his name? Yeah, he was super famous, right? Yeah, and he, Jeffrey Edelston, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what weird shit happened? Um, and no one would stay there. It was this weird energy. Um, and it never looked like they were going to win a flag. And then they did it in 2005. And it was at the start of the year, right? Mm. Andrew Demetrio said that Sydney, he hated the way Sydney played. It was awful football. They'll never do anything. <laughs> like, that's, it's, it's uh, like he's like, they fucking the suck. The CEO said I, that. Yeah. He, wow. was, he went actively out because they were playing very conservative, Paul Roos type football, yeah. very defense, defensive minded. And very conservative. And they went and it went on to win. Also against West Coast, who were undefeatable. Yeah, yeah. So in this run up to this grand final as well is the Nick Davis game. Do you know? Oh, you yeah, the Nick yeah. Davis no, game? I, I've heard about this before. So it was Geelong Sydney at the SCG, and he what he kicked four, four in like two, four and a quarter, or four and yeah. a quarter to win the game. They were down yeah. by four goals in, and they won. Yeah. And the last goal was with seconds left and the five-minute Channel 10 five-minute warning thing was on. So no one knew <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> Nick Davis, out of a out of a throw-up in the in the in Sydney's inside 50, gets it, sort of taps it between his hands, snaps and kicks a goal. They're in front, goes back to the centre. They bounce the ball and the siren goes. Yeah, wow. So he literally just won them the game. And then the grand final... Leo Barry, you star is the moment. So Tim Lane, who was a great caller, is a great caller. And quarters called this game. Yeah. And you know Leo Barry, you star, yeah? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So the margin was four points, right? Yeah. And uh, I think they kicked it. Leo Barry kicked it out. Like, mm. I think I think West Coast had a shot at goal and missed. Leo Barry kicks it out of the out of the fifty. Goes to Dean Cox, yeah, who yeah, was yeah, yeah. one of the great ruckmen. ruckmen of all time. Yeah, he's now an assistant coach at Sydney. Funnily enough, yeah, kicks it back in. It's heading right for the pack. Yeah, there's a bunch of guns. Uh, West Coast full forwards who are going to mark it, and out of nowhere, this Leo Barry guy flies in with the greatest intercept mark you'll ever <laughs> see. Quarters goes, Leo Barry, you star. Yeah, he just very calmly gets that Leo Barry stands up takes a breath and walks back and the siren goes and they win. It's the it's an awesome game. And was it was so Paul Ruse was the coach. Paul Ruse. So this is before Longmark. Yeah, no, this was Paul Ruse came so the story of Paul Ruse as well, right? Yeah. So 
Who was the coach? Was it um, Rodney Ede was the coach of Sydney? Oh, you right. know him. Yeah, yeah, I know Ede. And uh, Terry Wallace was kind of lined up to come and be the coach on, right. of Sydney. Yeah. I believe he left Bulldogs with the with the, like a bit of a hint from people that, hey, you're going to get the Sydney gig. Yeah, right. And um, I, Ended be- up I believe, maybe I'm wrong about that. I could have got that very wrong. Uh, anyway, they were like, Terry Wallace is going to get this gig. And Paul Ruse was the interim coach at the time. Right. Was a star for the Sydney Swans. Oh, right. He played for them He was too. a star for the Sydney Swans. Good looking rooster too. Loves Hawaii. Loves Hawaii. And um, he was the interim coach. And the fan base mm. pretty much championed him into the role. Yeah, right. And said, you get this gig. Yeah. Like, give it to him. And so the fans over overrode the Terry Wallace um, employment. And he became their next premiership coach. He also, I believe Rodney Eade hated Brett Kirk. Oh, yeah. yeah didn't yeah. rate him at all. Right. Brought him back and he was Captain Blood. So he's he, he brought in this whole culture. They had this whole thing of um, no dickhead policy. Yeah, right, right, right. And right. it started this whole culture. It's responsible for the whole generation of Sydney fans there are now. Very cool. So there's my top eight. Hit that sting. Joining us now is the third member of the footy with Broden, uh, someone who joined us this year. How, how, when did you first come on, Mans? Like two months ago, three months yeah. ago. I'm, like, I'm really bad at timing though. Even today, someone asked me when the World Cup was on. I was like, seven July, years ago. I guess. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter really. What happened was, we were like we were making the show and what was happening was people were going you guys don't know anything about football and i was like that's a fair and valid point mm. and there were, i just kept seeing this young not 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 overly young in their 20s go getter who was killing it in print media and then on the socials and i was like hey let's ask this person and they were like no and then i said <laughs> Um, what if we paid you 50 grand and then they were like higher and then, mm. and then I, and then I gave her a hundred grand and here she is. It's Marnie Vinyl. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Grand final week is my favorite week of the entire year. The vibes are just so high. Yeah. Even though it's like, I was going to say, even though it's Collingwood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's it, in your industry. It's a, it's a piss up week um, to put it lightly. It's mm. like O week university students where you literally act like it's all really important awards that you're giving out but it's it's literally like you're at Swinburne Uni or some shit and you're going from like we got to check out the whalers and then we got to a Victoria Hotel like well, how many award ceremonies are you, is you, are you going to this week and how many are there I'm just going to two boring and I think that there might only be Three. Sure. Because Carlton also had an event today, but I obviously went to Essendon's. Right. Um, <laughs> and that was like the football woman of the year one. Um, so I'm going to go to that one anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Who, 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 you haven't yeah. been to that yet? No. Oh, actually, no, I hadn't. I helped. So I actually did a podcast with Essendon like before I worked at the age or anything, and it was all about football woman of the year. So I've interviewed all of their winners lots of daisy pierce kelly underwood yep um but no laura kane won today and that was really cool and then she dropped me back at the office and i've Hang never on. felt cooler in what? my life the head of the, the what is is she chief of football operations is that her role or yeah 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 the, the chief of boss. football operations dropped you back at your house 
No, no, back at the office. So she works at Marvel and I work at Channel 9, so they're 400 metres. Still? Yeah, yeah. I know. Did she have a good car? Yeah. (laughs) I I, I don't know car brands well enough. Did she have the... (laughs) Did it it have... Was it electricity? I I really can't give you more information than it was just, like, nice. (laughs) I wish I could. Did she have the radio on? No, it wasn't just me. There was four people and we were just talking about, like, the grand final parade. They're sick. That's pretty cool, yeah, bud. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The award it's winner drove so you home. Did Lockie Neal drive you? No, he's in Brisbane. He couldn't have done that. <laughs> no. So <laughs> how, how – Okay, so I, I think – so I'm trying to think of how many there are this week. The Rising Star is this week as well, isn't it? And, the, and then, like, the Brownlow, is there a coach's award or are these in other times? Yeah, Kingsley's already won it. Yeah. Yeah. So many, so many piss ups. But tell us, you went to the the night of nights on Monday night, mm. the six yeah. hour marathon of the Brownlow medal, right? And you looked absolutely stunning. Who was your dress by? <laughs> <laughs> um, I found out I was going like last Wednesday and I had two hours free on Saturday, so I ran to Myers and Bought the first thing that fit and that I liked, but can, it was from Myers. Can I, can I, um, not to dox, but did you go to Northland? I would have, except that I was driving from Frankston, so I stopped at Chadston. Ah, Chatty. All oh, right, Chadston. Chatty capital is, fashion of yeah, the world. Capital fashion. Capital fashion. Yeah, but it's overwhelming. World. Like, it's hor- I, I was almost tempted to drive like further to go to Northland because it's less overwhelming. Like Chadston is ridiculous, like yeah. the height of capitalism and it makes me feel mm. a bit sick. Northland mm. is a classy place with classy people unlike Chadston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, did you walk into Myra and say, I'm going to the Brownlow, give me a dress? Did you tell anyone you were going to the Brownlow? <laughs> this makes me sound like a dickhead, but I did. Yeah, <laughs> but Only because I was like, I was, I couldn't choose. I was like, maybe I need to get accessories, whatever, whatever. And then there were these like butterfly earrings on sale and I asked her how much they were. And then we just got chatting and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I how many to, steps like, when you say we just got chatting when you, how many steps? Like, was it like, cause it, I'll, I'll, I'll drop Donna so quickly in a conversation. So like, mm. but was it like, what are you doing? I'm going to the Brandlow or was it a few more steps? It was probably that because it's also their, like, they're very much as like, oh, you do have an event on. Like that's yeah, one of their yeah, opening yeah, questions yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're like shopping for this stuff. Did they offer to do anything for free or discount for a plug? No, pretty rude. Oh, <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> do you get to write off your dress on tax? No, which I have feelings about because like I spe- like uh, the end of AFLW season, I think I went to like three or four best and fairests and that's a lot of. Um, yeah. You just wear the same thing though, right? Of course. <laughs> no, because I'm a woman. I would never be allowed yeah, to. But I, loved, I reckon I asked, um, that's fair. Um, Jeremy Finlayson, because his wife, Kelly, looked genuinely, like, stunning. Like, she looks like Cinderella. And then I asked Jeremy, and he's just like, oh, this is my wedding suit. I don't own anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be a cool article, Marnie, where you go, I wore a tracksuit pants to the Brownlow. <laughs> yeah. But surely there's some sort. Should we get an accountant on to talk through this? I feel like there's some sort of way. That would be great. We could get. Anyway, so how was the night? Did, how did you get there firstly? Did you get the train? No, I got an Uber. Um, yeah, I just came from my house and I had to get there quite early because you had to pick up your accreditation between two and four mm. and then I had to meet like the Ages social team um, beforehand and stuff. So I got to Crown at like 3.30, mm. which is like pretty early and it was still like very sunny. And For a very long day. Like, 
fucking ridiculous in a gown walking around at 3.30. <laughs> and, like, and what's the vibe like when you get there? Nervous. Everyone is so nervous. Really? Like you can just feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially because like all these women, like I have actually a lot of feelings about this mm. because like a lot of these women put in like so much time and energy and effort and they know that they're going to be critiqued. Yeah. And I I yeah, because I, I I get that like it's fun to do like best and worst dress and yada yada, but some of it's actually really nasty. And then there are some TikToks going around that are just pulling apart, and not even like well known people like D um, Darcy Moore's girlfriend. It was like their hard launch or whatever, mm. and there are some TikToks that are so mean, and she looked amazing, mm. and it's just like that's her first brown low. What are you doing? This is not someone like it's not like it's Margot Robbie who's not going to ever see this stuff. Anyway, I feel, a rant I feel like this. The thing where the AFL coverage for like 15 to minutes to an hour becomes a fashion show is the most 80s Australian thing in the world. Yeah. It's like we're not a big enough country or we're not a big enough society to be able to have like a standalone event where it's just about fashion, but it's got to be the AFL mm. for 15. And it's the most clunky, weird, awkward thing. And it yeah. makes yeah. me feel ill. But you're right. Like the interesting thing is it's not like the Hollywood gala with famous people and stuff. It is just normal people with normal jobs who happen to be dating footballers, right? Like, Yeah. And like they, and they know that they can't say anything about it because they'll just get, they get attacked. Like I remember yeah. one of my friends who went, she did in the Herald Sun, she was talking about like the anxiety she feels about around Brownlow and she got destroyed on like social media for saying that. And I get it. Like it's not hard to like, you know, people are doing it tough and you're like putting on a nice dress and mm. going to a fancy event. But it's like all the women know that that is the vibe. And so they're just like gassing. It's actually my favorite part was just like watching all the women just gas each other up for the entire <laughs> night. Like they were just like, nice. nonstop complimenting each other. Speaking, from, my, like, yeah. Yeah. Speaking from myself, like I get, I get really sweaty and stressed putting on a suit. Mm. For like a wedding, because I don't, I don't wear a suit to work. Uh, surprise, surprise. I'm I'm wearing a suit now, but um, I, I I get I get like sweaty even doing that whole thing. So I can't even imagine like, mm. and no one cares what I'm wearing. Mm. So if anyone slightly cared what I was wearing, it'd be even more stressful. It's no, yeah, no, yeah. What should we should we just get rid of it? The brown though entirely like there's nothing good comes out of it. The umpires vote on it, and it's not even like the right ones. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the brown though. How, how was how was the count? How was the vibe in the room? Oh, it was it was really interesting watching the different tables because like the Melbourne table and the Collingwood table were tense. Yeah, like everyone had been like you know hyping up Dacos and mm-hmm. Christian Petrarca, and it was just like. They were so tense. I actually felt really bad. Every time, like, Viney polled well, he almost looked, like, apologetic to Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, they know. And then you had tables that, like, Saints were just going off. Like, Saints were having the most fun. Yeah. Sydney were having fun because I don't think they thought Errol was going to do that well. And it wasn't, like, this the same kind of build-up. So they were just, like, stoked about how well he was doing. So you had, like, some rowdy tables, some, like, very tense tables. Can I ask about St Kilda? Was Ross Lyon there? Yeah. And they were happy. Even though Ross Lyon was there. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> there was also like, because it's obviously the whole thing is created around like the broadcast. So there was like an announcer that was just treating us like children. And it was almost so patronizing. It was just like, okay, you've all got a shush in 10 seconds. You've got do you know what, money? <laughs> money, do you know what? Because in over here, we had the live feed because we didn't have, it was Fox, Watch AFL was getting. 
the Channel 7 feed directly without Channel 7's ads on. So I heard all this. It would just cut oh. to it would just cut to a ladder pole, like a ta- a metal tally, yeah. and then you just hear, yeah. "All right, everybody, we go back." And exactly that. So <laughs> I, like yeah. you would have had a better experience of it, but I did. I did hear a bit. What I also saw on socials, Mans, is um, is a few tweets going the two the two coolest people of the night, Marnie and Errol Goulden, and you guys <laughs> chatting. So you were chatting to almost the Brownlow medalist. What did he end up polling? One under or two under? I think it was. I want to say it was three under. I thought. I think. I want to say he was third. Yeah, in cool. Overall, very surprised. What um, um, what were you chatting yeah. about? Were you chatting about how he was robbed I, or? Told him that um, my mum was a really big AFLW fan, and then she goes, "Oh, not AFLW fan, Sydney Swans fan." And then she goes, "Did you tell him that I'm a foundation member of the Sydney Swans?" I was like, "No, <laughs> I don't think he gets that you're a foundation member of the women." But what do parents um, do that? They go, "Did you tell them?" <laughs> my parents do that all the time. Did you tell them this? So cute. Oh, that's good. So sweet. So, what do you give them? Yeah. What did you think of the night? What did you, on the football front of it? What's your position mm. on the AFL voting or the umpire voting and all of that? I mean, it's entertaining. Yeah. And like every single year, there's going to be people that are robbed. There's going to be contentious votes. There's going to be votes that don't seem to make any sense. Like every single year, that's going to happen. Every single year, someone is going to be robbed. And like Joel and Marty getting three votes when he played half yeah. a game <laughs> of football is so funny. So like down, that adds good. to like the fan experience of it and like them taking the piss of it, I think is like very funny. But I guess not if he robbed Errol of <laughs> Was the... getting a brown low. Mm. Um, and it's just like, I mean, it would have been Nick Dacos's had he not done his knee mm-hmm. anyway. Yes. I don't know. And, and, and the umpires, I. I I don't like a little bit of the commentary around that, like, the umpires are really lazy or they don't care. Like, I promise you that they do and they actually find it a really hard job. And being an umpire is, like, not easy. Like, it's an unbelievably competitive field. Yeah. And, like, some of their decisions are, like, wacko, but so is every, like, the coaches' vote sometimes don't make sense. Absolutely, yeah. Like, like, that was that was what I said, like, the uh, it's, it's not a very nice job. You get abused for the whole game and then you get, like... I think the Shep mates boys did one where they like where they played it out, but like just getting screamed at as you walk off the field. You go into a room and then you have to go. Now who is the best player? <laughs> and it's not surprising that it's just the midfielders because they're the ones that they see the most. Having said yeah, that, Jared yeah. Whiteley said that give them the stats. Mm. I think that's fair at the very least. Give them the stats. Hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like that would solve like eighty-five percent of the problems, wouldn't it? Because they go, yeah. I felt that this person was good. And then it, what was that round that Lockie Neal had seven disposals and got three votes? Yeah, totally. Or like the Jason Horn Francis one, they'd be like, oh my God, he actually turned it over seven times. Let's not oh, yeah. give him three votes. Yeah. But no, like, yeah. I feel like that would solve 90% of the issues before changing up the whole situation and making them not. Um, the deciders of the Brownlow anymore. Mm. Yeah. Well, I did say, I think you actually mentioned the like Twitter account about like the umpire who critiques. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Umpire oh, decisions or whatever. Yeah, I copped he it hard for like, I'm still a little confused as to why. I think it's a nice account. Oh, why? But it's just some random guy. Yeah, and he's got. He does have. I said he was an umpire, but he's just umpire accredited, so he might just do under fourteens. But it didn't change the fact that I still think it's a good, an interesting Twitter yeah. account. So I don't know why I got so much. But anyway, what were you saying, Mans? <laughs> well, I was going to say he um, had some commentary around it that, like, if you took the obligation off the umpires, like they would probably be stoked about it. Like it's yeah. just an added thing that they have to do. Mm. Like they're not asking for it either. Yeah. 
But maybe that's correct. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Some would be and some would be like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. And some would be like, I am the most important. Some people would be egotistical and some people wouldn't, I imagine. And some people are betting on it. So. Yes, exactly. That's so funny. That's the other <laughs> element I like as well when it's like, this is unacceptable. Some people are betting on this. And which makes me think, well, make it fucking even more. Like, make it, make eight-year-olds vote on it. Who cares? I want it to be the most, like, <laughs> unpredictable thing ever. Um, can, okay, so you're vegetarian. Mm. Did you eat? Did they have stuff for you at Crown? Oh, yeah. So I didn't say anything beforehand, which is, like, totally on me. Um, I just, like, I didn't get asked, so I they have didn't spares. make a fuck of it. Um, and and there, so there was just, like, a meat dish that got delivered and then Hester Brown who just took care of me the entire night just like went up and fixed my food for me so by the time I went back to my table it was like a vegetarian meal and what would, was it a ravioli or a gnocchi um it was like a risotto with a lot of beans and carrots it was fine <laughs> and did you get a starter or anything or was it just the risotto no it was just the risotto because it was just like working media table um not just working media left. you make the you make this the news cycle go around man's <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is fun. I do like the um, being up in the corner. And how so, was Meg Mac? I think it's a lot of fun. Great. Yeah. I don't really have anything. Oh, she looks quite nervous actually, but um, no, she was fantastic. Oh, good. We're, we're often on planes with Meg Mac. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I, often we're on a plane going, oh, look, there's Meg Mac. Yeah, one of my funniest stories of, of Zach, which we don't have time for today, is about Meg Mac. So if anyone wants to hear it. Didn't he accidentally like <laughs> knock her over or something? But it was my fault. <laughs> they they were, on a, were on a plane to a festival. It was full of the acts from the show and Meg Mac was next to us. And then Yeah, rushed. and Zach was, uh, let's tell the story. So Zach was <laughs> facing me, right? And I was facing the front of the plane and Meg Mac was in front of Zach. Meg Mac Zach. And then the plane started emptying and then as... It was almost time for Meg Mac to exit. I gave Zach the heads up like, hey, we're starting to move, turn around. And without thinking, he turned around and started walking. Into Meg Mac. <laughs> into, into Meg He's Mac. He's Meg Mac. Did you knocked over Meg Mac and Marnie, it was awful. Did you, tell, did you tell Meg Mac about that story? <laughs> I didn't. Oh. I really miss that opportunity. Great. I awesome. love Meg Mac. All right. Well, so, what yeah. do you give Brownlow? Is how many Brownlow nights have you been to? Is this a, your first one? This is the first one, and it was so weird as well because like Lockie Neal wasn't in the room, so there's all this like build up. It honestly felt like it, like a draw feels where it's like all this build up and there's no winner. I mean, obviously there was a winner, but there's not like it's not like everyone's rushing and congratulating him. And yeah. There's this all this fanfare. Everyone instead is just like rushing to like Bont and Petrarca and Dacos yeah. to kind of like do you know make what? them feel better, and it just. Felt weird, like it just was like, what are we doing now? Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. I love that. That gives me non-Vic bias energy. That gives me the non-Fizzer mm. energy. Like, oh, it's a shame. It's an internet. So that's I like that. I like that there would have been some people who were like, oh, like the <laughs> Channel Seven people would have been a bit like, oh. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. Let's talk about the football game on the weekend. So. It's between Brisbane and Collingwood. Mm. Who are you tipping? I'm tipping Collingwood, but everyone around me is tipping Brisbane. Like everyone I asked in the office today, they are all tipping yeah. Brisbane. I'm only, I think I was like me and one other person are tipping Collingwood. Why are you tipping Collingwood? Um, just the kind of gut feel. I, I mean, <laughs> Brisbane are the better team, I think, and I think they've been the better team for longer and arguably they might deserve to win it because of that. But it's like... A grand final, like finals in general are chaos and you can't predict them, like a grand final in particular. Mm. And Collingwood just play with so much 
chaos and like they can they can come back from whatever like we've seen it so many times but they can also defend a lead really really well Mm. so that's why but i've gone like they'll win by two like i feel like yeah Yeah, no there's no no i was just gonna say like i know that like it is just a ground that it's the mcg but lions have lost i have won one of their last 15 games there like, it's not even just yes. like, oh, okay, so they're coming to Collingwood's territory. Like, the Gabba is skinny. Like, it's a different oval. And, like, the Collingwood know how to play that oval really, really well. Do we know if Country Road will be played after Charlie Cameron kicks a goal in Frozen? Will that happen? It won't happen. Not going to happen? No. No. Why? Because it's a Gabba thing, right? Yeah. No, but it's a home game thing for them. You get both your home game things in a grand final, I believe. Yeah, but they tried out music last finals and everyone hated it. It's mm. interesting. The MCG traditionalists hate it, don't they? Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah, but they can get fucked. Like <laughs> it's um like I remember when the Giants it was really cool in the in twenty eighteen Giants Tigers prelim. It was a really cool the, the Giants after a goal was this real cool like da ba 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 and it was it had this awesome feel uh, over a hundred thousand Richmond fans cheering. I hope they get something. I'm, I won't be there. I'll be in London, but that would be a cool vibe. Um, I know. Where will you be on? Where will you be on Grand Final day? I'll be there. I'll be in the overflow media section, which is, in my opinion, way better because you are out in the stands with riffraff and like you get to feel the atmosphere and the vibe and all the magic of the Grand Final. What level are you on? It's like the bottom part of level three. Yeah. Oh, you're like, are you, are you on P? No, I just mean like it's definitely the third level, but just like the lower bit. I'm trying to actually get my ticket up so I can tell you. Exactly oh, like you're in the mean. southern stand. I know what you mean. I see what you mean. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. And do you get food? No. Okay. <laughs> so that's horrible. In 2023, they should at least have a veggie pasty for you. You wish the game was played at Marvel, don't you, Munz? Um, No. <laughs> <laughs> what a grand final. Yeah. There's something. Yeah, for your veggie pasties. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but like I could probably just go and buy myself a veggie pasty for the occasion. No, I'll, that's I'll true. I'll splurge I, on it. Have, like, if you were going, if you were going to the grand, if you were going to a party or you were having a party at your house mm-hmm. for the grand final, what's your, what would you be putting on? Okay, so I've actually thought about this quite a lot because I love like many snacks. Like I don't like big meals. And especially for something that goes for like three hours, plus you're doing like what an hour, maybe two beforehand, and then like mm-hmm. afterwards, you just want like a really big platter. And I feel like I lived with my best friend during the COVID years, and we got really good at the platter because we just did like every weekend we tried to make it an event because you know yes. it was, we were in lockdown <laughs> six times. Um, and so I make a really good smoked smoked bean dip. It's one of my favorite things to make. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. what kind of bean? Black beans and red beans mostly. You can chuck whatever else oh, you want wow. in there, but like black beans and red beans are like the vibe. Is that like a heavy hummus? <laughs> it's more like a, like a chili, but not. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you smoking that boy? Oh, no, it's just smoked paprika. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. That's fair. <laughs> like, a, yeah. like a shit ton of smoked paprika, garlic, mm. cumin. You having that with a corn chip? Yeah, of course. Because it's well, also on my platter is guac, obviously. And then mm. um, Mexican, I like it. Yeah, I like a like a veggie sausage roll, which sounds boring, but I'm really into my veggie sausage rolls. Hunch, mm. it's great. Yeah. Okay, so corn chips, corn chips with a smoke smoked bean dip. Yep. And guac, and then sausage rolls. Yep. I like this. And w- is that is that your is that, and that's your vibe? Oh, and then the platter. Can I ask you about the platter? Yeah. 
are you putting pods on that? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I hadn't really thought about. It. I've never done that before. I'm also. Um, this isn't my favorite thing about me, but I'm not a sweets person, so I wouldn't be putting any kind of chocolate on it. You and me and Broden not seeing eye to eye. I know. Right? I mean, I, I like your bean dip, but the idea of no sweeties is yeah, offensive. Broden is yeah. a fiend <laughs> yeah. for sweeties. You got it, when I you love do everything. these, when you do these Insta platter tables that you're talking about, you know the Insta platter. You know, yeah, you know, you cut your kiwi fruits in half yeah. and you a grazing platter. Grazing. Grazing. Table. You got to have a little pod corner. <laughs> I've never for seen chocolate that pods. Before, but. I mean, I respect yeah, I it. Can I ask, with your corn chip dipping, are you doing just a pl- like a fancy corn chip, like a fancy high end, or are you doing um, a tasty cheese Dorito? Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, Mission I love Dorito. Seven or Dorito Aisle Four? The corn chips that they sponsor the Western Bulldogs, those corn chips? Yeah, yeah Mission. Mission. Yeah. Aisle Seven, yep. Yeah, Aisle Seven. seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those ones. Yeah. They've got Not like, the chip aisle, you're going to the Mexican aisle. Yes, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got like that cheesy one and also the chili lime. Yeah, chili lime's chili nice. Lime that would nice. go well with your smoked bean dip and guac situation. I don't think I would go for it personally, but <laughs> I respect that. Um, maybe you should bring in a little platter for yourself, like a Melbourne fan man's. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm already going to be like balancing my like laptop on my... You don't have to write anything. It's the last day of school. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> man's. Yeah. Um, uh, we're bringing you in. We're, our audience, we're just so wrapped to have you. You're an absolute star. We're so lucky to have you come on so regularly. Uh, we love you heaps. We, you're, you're, the, you're the next star of the AFL. You're number one media person in the world. Thank you so much for doing this. We'll keep talking when the real shit starts, or, you know, when we crack into the real stuff next week. Yeah. Um, uh, but thank you so much for doing it, and uh, enjoy Saturday. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was going to say, the AFL, as we were talking about before, here's the Channel 7 AFL Grand Final team, and let's give our thoughts, all right? right. One by one? Uh, so let's talk with the two commentators first. Okay, okay. Two commentators, we've got JB and BT. That's their go-to team. Okay. BT, massive L. I am a big fan of JB when he's not on Triple M. I'd love to fight you. Yeah. I agree with you. I think JB is uh, really good. But I know so he's divisive for some people. I think JB is a Grand Final Do you caller. know why I think he's divisive? Why? Because he's... Ladsy matesy in joke on Triple M. Yes, but when he's on Channel Seven, he just calls again. He has a friss on of that, but in a professional manner. In a professional manner. So I don't like him on Triple M because I don't get the jokes and yeah, yeah. I don't understand all the nicknames and stuff. But on Channel Seven, I think he's my favourite commentator. Brian Taylor, I don't like very much at all. Yes, okay. he talks about benches too much. Yeah, no. He, as you said last week, he's doing narrative shit. <laughs> yeah, he he couldn't. He can. Do you know what thing about Brian Taylor? He's such a wild card. Yeah. He could make this the best grand final ever. If Collingwood win by like 20, it, he, he, and he'd he calls be great it. for that. He'd be great for that. But he can also make it the worst grand final. Yes, correct. He'll be on his best behavior. You'd hope so. Um, I just hope he isn't biased to Collingwood. That's my hope. There's um, Undoubtedly, he will be. That's why, um, did we just play the Marnie interview? Yes, we did. We did? Sure. Because Marnie said that um, everyone at the age was tipping Brisbane. And from the outside looking in, I've felt an, a huge media bias towards Collingwood acting like they've already won it. Yeah, it's honest. interesting. So I don't understand that, that, that there is a world out there that BT isn't a bit biased. Yes. <laughs> um, so they're the two callers. Yeah. We got, it looks like, what is this? Brian Taylor. Yep. Hamish LaGlochlan will host the coverage. Oh, God. So just hosting. Yeah, it's fine. It's a five out of ten, respectfully. Yeah. Yeah. Just in my opinion. Yeah, me too. Luke Darcy missed the cut. Good. Uh, and then we've got, for special comments, we've got Days. Ah, oh, 10 Elite. out of 10. 
Love got that. Abby might be boundary riding. Okay, that's interesting. Abby Holmes, she d- she does that. Yeah. And then I think we've also got Sean Burgoyne. Oh, does Sean do? He might be. And then we got Luke Hodge. I think they might be special comments. We that's might have three special comments, or yeah. we might have maybe Burgoyne running the boundary. I don't know. I can't find it. I can't be. Sean. Okay, here we go. Hawthorne Premiership greats Luke Hodge, Sean Burgoyne, and winning, you know, and Daisy, AFLW flag winning Daisy. Among the special commentary team and Abby Holmes providing commentary for Yeah, the right. Okay, I see. I see. I see. So that's, uh, you know, that's what we expect. No, no surprises. Because I feel like every Friday night for Boundary Rider, you get fucking Richo. No, Richo's in the box now. Oh, right. So it's okay. Abby. Abby's been doing it for most of the year. I think I don't understand the different roles. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't respect it. You never will. Yeah, right. Hit that sting. Okay. It's been a great year of podcast, and we talked about it up the top, but I thought I'd give you now my top eight best moments of the year from the podcast. Okay. In no particular order. No order. All right. So this excludes Marnie and Jacob as well, by the way, because okay. I think they uh, transcend. They transcend. Sure. We've got at number eight. Oh, no. We've got no order. No order. Me leaving early. Yep. Best that thing big, that ever happened that for the podcast. Moment, yep. In the moment, I was pretty upset that I'd done it. I left yeah. I left the Brisbane-Melbourne game early. Jake Melksham kicked a goal with seconds left to win the game yep. for us. Um, but then that week, every podcast had me on. I was yep. on the front, front bar, bar. And then we saw a, a noted increase in listeners. Yeah, you were honest. You put it out there and then people loved it. And I hang, people hang shit on me all the time for it, which yeah. is fair. But then also, it's the I was like... Being open and true about this shit is the best thing yeah. that we ever did for the pod. <laughs> Number two, uh, going on tour, seeing all the people. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, Going on tour and seeing all the cool people enjoying We'll the, have to the... do it again next year. Yes, we must. We must go back. I was thinking back. during the buy rounds and we can hit the other people. Over the break as well, we're going to share some highlights from the live shows to mm. people who couldn't be there. And so we're going to share them out uh, yep. in the break. Number three, I thought a real turning point for the podcast when we had Roscoe Elliott on, who wrote the Gold Coast oh, yeah, Suns yeah, theme yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a really interesting, good chat, and it was something that you haven't really heard anywhere else, where it was like, they're not giving me any... No, they don't even acknowledge my existence. Yeah, totally. So I thought that was really good. Yep. Three, uh, four, this is as a whole, iced coffee. Yeah. Hugely important. I have one here right now. Yes, you do. Where is that from? Uh, just from the local cafe. I have a normal coffee, but iced coffee really turned, like it made, it brought you to life. Yeah. And you said, this is my passion, this is what I care <laughs> about, and this is my love of my life. Yeah. Um, uh, number five, the feedback we got from calling Wayne Kelly. Oh, yeah. People love that. Um, maybe we'll give the uh, Kellys a call a little bit later today. Yes. Uh, I forget what number I was up to. Six. Six. I thought misranking rootable commentators. Was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just off their voice. Yep. Yep. I love that. Another great turning point is when... As a as a community, we all discovered that at some point you'd missed some major education in your life, and you didn't know <laughs> any Australian animals. Still don't, never will. That was upsetting and yep. it upset people deeply. Yep. And then number one, I thought we should play it again. It's our footy remix song, <laughs> the fox the fox footy remix. Yep. Um, people absolutely fizzed at it. Yep. Tell us how you went about making that, Tom. Well, what we did is um, I think I had just a, I, I brought in like a rough demo of like where we could go with something. And then we took, um, then we took suggestions across email across four weeks. Yes. And yeah. people loved it. People were engaged. You know what's funny as well yeah. about it is 
we were like, oh, let's do a fun thing. And then we'd start doing it. And people were like, no, 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 you need to get more yeah. syncopated beat and, and start to give you very serious notes. Yeah, people <laughs> got really into it, as people always do. Yes. Um, and then we tried to do a, a uh, theme song for Tazzy. No one wanted it. No, no one was really No one was like, one. don't do it. But everyone was like, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Here it is. Jeez, it slams, doesn't it? It slams? Has you got your... What's this drum beat called? This is just a trap beat, I think. But later on, there's Charlie Clawson's... Um, yes, Charlie. And th- but this is where, this is over the top of Brian Taylor saying fuck on Triple M. Yes. For the Boyd goal in 2016 on my... <laughs> and here it comes... And then it's a fake, a fake. Yeah, that's what we call an anti-drop in the business. An anti-drop? Yeah. What's this, bit of synth? Yeah. Is that synth? synth? Yeah, we call that a synth. And then the sax. With Kirky. Yeah. is a groove. We should get this sex oftenest on. Yeah. Uh, live guitar solo I did on the last day. Just something, a little joke. Yeah. This Brett Kirk interview, right? It's in the Essendon change rooms in whatever year this was. Yeah. It's funny to think that in some of those rooms, some of the most illegal drug doping was happening. <laughs> yeah. That's a joke, everyone. <laughs> guitar solo that you did? Yeah. Bit of a key change there or something, I don't know. <laughs> Skrillex? Yeah. You love you love dub. I do. He loves his dub step. I like it occasionally. Here's your shuffle. Oh yeah. This is my favorite thing. It's quite long, isn't it? It's four minutes. Yeah, that's a good song, mate. Do you know the guy rapping? It's just one guy doing all of this. Is it really? Yeah. That's funny, as. Straight down the middle. Here we go. We love, we live football. We love, we live football. Hey, his best song. Yeah. And then we fade out to Jared Look at the Moon. It's a great song, Tom. Great job. Yeah, well done, everyone who contributed. Our next guest is a star of the podcast. Mm. Uh, we spoke to him when no one knew who he was. Yeah. And now he's coming to us live from a car. <laughs> He is the social media manager of GWS. We're going to introduce him again once we start talking to him. But yeah, probably. Look at the moon. Here's Jacob. Joining us from a car <laughs> in, in the suburbs of New South Wales, please welcome the chief executive officer of the AFL, in my opinion, and the premiership winner, 
Uh, Jacob Gaynor. Jacob, thank you. for the, the social media manager of the GWS Giants. Welcome. No worries. Thanks for having me back, boys. Can I just say something real quickly before we crack in, right? I was in a place last night in London called uh, Hackney, Hackney Bridge, Leighton, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Just some bullshit um, London suburb, right? And I go down to the tube and there's like eight dudes in GWS Giants gear. Really? In, and I'm like... And they, oh, but it looked a bit off. Yeah. So, you know, like when you see, when you're in like Hobart and you see the Melbourne Football Club. And yeah. It, and it was a bit like, what's this shit? And then I walked up to one. He thought I was going to bash him. <laughs> and I was like, is that the GWS Giants? And he was like, nah, nah, it's like that, but it's no connection actually. But yeah. And then I didn't want to say any more. But clearly someone has stolen the GWS Giants logo in London and is doing that. Do you know anything about that? There's a few like clubs overseas that have the Giants branding yeah but they're not affiliated with us at all I think there's one in America as well so they've just kind of just stolen it oh, I wouldn't say stolen maybe borrowed <laughs> is it like how like the Heidelberg football club has the Richmond colours is that what's going I think on this here? is like a netball team or a, like a, foot, a futsal team or something I don't know oh right yeah I'm not sure you can't but talk to we'll them so <laughs> you've had a power outage yeah I've had a nightmare came home um well, we've been getting these like these letters for a couple of weeks saying we're going to turn your power off, but we thought they were spam. Right. Um, turns out they're not spam. <laughs> no, no, no power. <laughs> so I'm live from the car. Mate, um, you, you know, we we spoke to you when um, no one wanted a bar of you. No one, people were like, who's this scum dog? We'd, no one, you know, don't care if he's, you know, who, who's this guy? And then we watched as our sweet boy Jacob rose to be the darling of the AFL. Um, and every podcast and every show was like, give this man a raise. How does it feel to be one of the great power power wielders of the AFL? It's funny, actually. Coming on last time and um, obviously had a great time and it, it kind of put a, a name to, to the content. <laughs> um, but even like the last few weeks, I think it was because it was finals and everyone's eyes were on us. Um, like some of the things were crazy. I think against Port Adelaide, we're at Adelaide Oval, and I was just walking up the race, and, and someone yelled Jacob, and I did a double take, and they're like Jacob, Jacob Gainer, and I was like, hi. And they're like, loved you on the Broden Kelly podcast. I was like, oh, thanks. I did. I, I, that's interesting. I didn't know if anyone went to that game. I thought it was. I thought no one went. <laughs> no, it was a lot of orange. Oh, good. That's good. That's good. Um, so yes, it was really nice the other week. There was. Look, let's get let's get serious. You were up two points away from being very busy this week, um, and it was very, very, very sad. Um, how was the How was the vibes? Were the vibes really high this week, or were they a bit low? Um, yeah, it was a feeling I'd never really experienced before. I guess we were we were riding the wave. I guess those first two weeks, and it was a strange feeling because not any part of me was never not confident going into the St Kilda game or the Port game. Um, yeah, that Collingwood game was just heartbreaking. I think we all went down into the rooms after. No one really said a word for a while. And um, I'm not sure if you've seen the footage or not, but I think once Toby, um, you know, started crying and mm. got a bit emotional, it kind of set off the whole club. Um, and then everyone was, was in tears. And, yeah, it's a strange feeling for, for a few hours after. But then, um, yeah, the next day was, was a bit brighter and everyone was kind of, you know, reflecting on the season. And hopefully we go one more next year. But, yeah, it was a bit sad. That's nice. Did you get to go to Mad Monday? I, I was sad for the content. Yeah, he said. Uh, yeah, I've had a, had a few drinks with the boys and 
That's yeah, nice. That's good fun. Yes. No, that's what I'm sad for. You don't have to, like, you can hold on to the content because I think we all agree that you're not far off being busy this time next year now, mm. to be honest. But, um, so will you, will you, do you have your, like, we're into the grand final ready next year? Or are you, is it jettisoned now? Yeah, no, I had a good, I had a nice little balance, I think. I had a balance of attacking Collingwood and then I had a balance of winning <laughs> the grand final. Um, so hopefully I'll save the Collingwood piece for, for early next year and then the grand final piece for late next year. Great. Are you just watching a lot of kids' movies? Like, what do you do? Like, because like, or like, because you were, you did Mr. Bean last, or Bean the movie. That was my favourite one. I, I sent Jacob a message and said that. Mr. Bean one's my favourite best yet. But then there's been a bit of Stuart Little. There's been a bit of, um, uh, what's that? Madagascar? Mo- Moana? Was that Moana? Moana. Moana, yep. Yeah, what do you do? Are you just sitting on Disney Plus? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, a bit of a, a bit of everything. Every time I watch a movie, I think uh, the way I've, I, I think is kind of broken. I can't just watch a movie now and think, oh, that'd be great for content or <laughs> oh, I can attack that club with this. Um and my housemates are pretty sick of it. Like, oh, do you reckon we could use that for a meme? And I'm like, can you just watch the movie, mate? <laughs> <laughs> it's my job. Um, yeah, and then I guess TikTok and, and YouTube and um, things like that are what I kind of look into right. to, to create the memes. I, I can't. You've got a whole off-season to get to work now. Like, obviously, mm. take the time, take your mandated break, but we need you back in, what is it, October, maybe November, just really working hard, getting those memes. But also, you've got AFLW. <laughs> Do you go straight into W? Yeah, so I've been doing that the last few weeks as well with the girls. Jesus, um, man. But had a bit, of a bit of a tough start to the season, so hopefully the back half of the season, um, get yeah, some yeah. wins on the board and produce some more memes. Do you get a holiday? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Christmas. <laughs> not sure. Not sure when. Yeah, Christmas time will, will be a nice little break. The main bit of content we with feedback that you get on is give this give the social media manager needs a raise. Give this person a raise. Admin W. Admin W. I was, are the people at your club aware of how many people are asking for you to get a pay increase without really knowing what you're on to begin with? But are they aware? They're aware. Um, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think they really listen. <laughs> I think they can. I think they acknowledge that the the comments are there, but um, no. Most of the people that get into me are the boys. Yeah, um, I've got a bit of a running joke with Stephen Canino that I should be on the same wage. But yes, I think uh, so. I, we all agree. Hey, <laughs> I think the I think the club disagree. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Now you've got like between you and I, you've got. Pretty, I think no one in the world has more leverage power than you at the moment, man. Um, so, you know, we back you in and we're happy to come into negotiations with you as well and make it a podcast. I, I might need help. I yes. might need help. I'm not great with confrontation. So if they say no, that's fine. You just no got to back yourself and in, And bring champ. Toby Green for that confrontation. Yeah, he'll sidekick ninja <laughs> someone in the head. Um, speaking of Greens, how, how is Tom Green so good on camera? What is is this just natural, or have you coached oh, him up? He no. To be fair, I'm going to give credit to our, our videographer Will as well. He um we spoke with Tom before the game, and he said, "Come to me, I'll have something to say." <laughs> um, and went up to him straight after the game, and, and best believe he had he had a lot to get off his chest. Um, <laughs> and it, yeah, we we just ran with it. It kind of became the, the mantra of our finals campaign, and we had to get it approved by Adam Kingsley and Jason McCartney before we pushed it out because it's you know it's a bit. Um, Ballsy. arrogant in the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. way it's said um, and they were fine with it they, they, their main question was what does free smoke mean um, <laughs> is that a marijuana reference Jacob <laughs> yeah like, can you explain that what does that mean and we were like showed them the urban dictionary definition and then That's they were all do. bored and so you, you're sitting there <laughs> with <laughs> Adam Kingsley with urban dictionary while open. he's planning a prelim finals appearance <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Can, can, legitimately, I was asking him the big question. The swagger. I hope the AFL landscape follow you with the swagger. It's so good. It's um and yeah, hopefully. And batters. You play batters with Skrillex and. That was dope. That was is that. What's your favorite video you've made this year? That's mine of yours, I think. Um, I didn't make that one. That was Will, our videographer. He's, um, Where's Will? Is he in the he's car? Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's in Gladesville. No. Um, but no, that was yeah, that was all him, and he um, he made some some amazing content. Well, let me reframe. That's good, but it's not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the memes are better. The uh, Mr. Bean one, the um, Stuart Little one, I really like. The Russell Coit one, though, against Melbourne is Still very, my favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite. It, it captures many different things. That's, okay, last question, so you can get out of your car, is <laughs> Brisbane uh, following suit quite heavily. Mm. Um, who else is doing it? There's a few others um, getting into this game. Uh, Adelaide are quite active in being funny, um, but um, how are you, how do you feel? Do you feel like a trailblazer? Do you feel like how do you feel? Um, I wouldn't say trailblazer. I think it's I think pretty exciting right. that you can you can have that um, relationship with clubs. Um, so Brisbane have been really good with interacting with us this year, um, and we did a little Cooper Hamilton video trying to yep. get everyone on board and become Australia's team. And Brisbane have kind of adopted that this week, which is um, which is pretty funny. Um, Are the Brisbane people cool? But yeah, I actually don't think I've met them in person. That's yeah. crazy. So we're kind of just Twitter friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have one question um, as well, Jacob, if possible. Um, yeah. Last time we spoke to you, you said you were sitting on certain memes for certain situations for potentially years. In this final series, did you pull out any you'd been sitting on for, for months and months or years and years? I've been sitting on a lot for a long time. The first one we had was... I'm not sure if you remember, but that last round, um, it was Geelong versus the Bulldogs. Um, and if Geelong won, we were in the finals regardless of results in round 24. Yep. Um, so I had some great content around that, but Geelong couldn't do us a favour and we had to go play Carlton. Um, <laughs> Bummer. And then, yeah, the, the the first few weeks of the finals were kind of content that I'd reserved just for the finals. The, um, the preliminary final one with Mr. Bean was one I'd been sitting on all year. Yeah, I had that um, feeling. Just like because it was the perfect, the, the perfect time to attack. The perfect time to attack a few other clubs as well. Yeah. Um, wait, are you sweating to get that up? Like, are you like, oh, God, please load properly, don't corrupt? Or like, or are you like very <laughs> in control in those situations? No, I, I care more about posting that than the full-time graphic. Yeah. And so <laughs> um, if you're up by like three goals a minute left, have you got it up and are ready to do upload or post? Ready to go. First two things, and then we'll work out the next content after that. But um, yeah, normally straight after the full time graphic. Um, But I've been, like this year, we've had so many close wins, it's been hard to get everything ready. Great. Um, One more. Sorry, I said last question would be the last question. But (laughs) um, North Melbourne's caught a few strays um, in some of the memes. Have you got anything to say to the North Melbourne fans out there? Like an apology. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. I just thought it was funny that Um, you keep. They keep catching strays from you. Well, it kind of started as an accident. I, I did it because they were the when we had that winning streak of eight games in a row or seven games in a row, whatever it was. They were our first win. Yeah, they just um, yeah, in right. there. So I kept, I just kept them in the content, and then <laughs> I think we lost the game, and then we won again, and I um, had did a meme, and North Melbourne weren't in it, and half the cut the comments were, "Where's North?" Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's never really North negative. Melbourne, They're just kind of there. No, yeah. Yeah, well, then North Melbourne commented and said, 
thank God you didn't include us. And I was like, that's probably an invitation to bring them back in. Yeah, 100%. Um, so for the rest of the year, all the memes had North Melbourne in them. Okay, um, great. So we might have to find a, a new target next year. <laughs> or not. Um, uh, <laughs> maybe, the, maybe Melbourne. Maybe Melbourne. Just maybe. That would be nice. That would yeah. be a little tip of the hat to us. Thank you for that. Um, okay. Who are you tipping this weekend and what are you eating? What am I eating? Yes. Yeah. What's your like grand final tr- food? Um, well, I'll be going for Brisbane. I really want Brisbane to win. Great. Um, grand final food. That's a great question. Anything but pie. Marnie's doing a, a, a smoked bean dip. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's, it's a, she says black bean and red bean, I yeah, think. Yeah, like a chili. With, with a smoky paprika thing through it and then some nice corn chips. Ooh. It sounds dope. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I'll probably just do a pub feed. Yeah, yeah no, that's a good Are you call. going to the pub? Yeah. Going yeah. to the pub and um, got a few mates coming down for it, which would be good. Yeah, what are you guys going to do? In, you in London? Yeah, yeah. it's going to be 5 a.m. And so we're, we're going to figure out what we're going to eat on that. And it's going to be – and we, we go straight into two shows that day. So yeah. it's a full-on day. Big but, day. Um, yeah. oh, it'll be good. It'll be good. So you won't even really be able to have a few beers or anything? No. Nah. Uh, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> – Braden can do whatever We're he doing – at like 1 o'clock, we're performing to 3,500 people. Yeah. So – you know that's that's fair. That's a fair amount of time to recover. Mm. Have you guys? Have you guys got a winner that you that you'd like? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we haven't done a tip shout. Like uh, I, we, the answer to that question is a very <laughs> yes. I have a tip by a team I'd like to win. Yes, um, uh, which is we're against Vic bias here, Jacob. Yeah, as you know, mm. we don't like this Vic bias carry on. We love yeah. the energy of the Brownlow night when they're like, oh the winner's not here it sucks. We love that. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, we want to see the Lions get up. Yeah, they should be wearing maroon shorts. Oh, I know. They're not allowed to wear maroon shorts. Oh, they're not allowed to. No. Why is that? Because in the white shorts. Collingwood's home game, so Collingwood get to wear black. Get this right. Collingwood get to wear black shorts. Yeah. And black and white, and because it's Brisbane's away game, technically, yeah. they have to wear white shorts, which is the same one of the wa- two shades yeah. that Collingwood have. I-, I thought you were saying earlier that it's supposed to be like an amalgamation of both their homes or something, or is it not? It, uh, is that right, Jacob? If it was G- GWS's home game, would it be your home screens after goals and stuff? Uh, that's the way it's meant to go, I think, yeah. 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 But then, yeah, because it's technically because Collingwood finished higher, it's technically oh, right, as okay. far as shorts go. Yeah. They used to have the presence toss a coin for that though, right? Yeah, but right. But surely it benefits both teams to <laughs> have, have maroon. their maroon shorts. <laughs> and in the 2000s, the Lions wore maroon. maroon I guess that could have been because they finished high. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I don't think they're conflicting colours either. So I don't no. Get it. no. It's white is a conflicting colour, shade. Sure. I keep saying shade because white and black are not colours. Right. Yeah, shades. <laughs> um, Jacob, you're a star, mate. Uh, so excited to see. Uh, have a, I hope you have a nice break at some point mm. um, uh, to reload your meme energy and recharge your <laughs> metaphorical batteries. But um, thanks so much for coming on, for being a star. Have a. I'm sorry it was. It finished one week too early, but you know there's always next year, and all the best, mate. No, worries. thanks for having me on, and thanks for supporting the Giants this year. Yes, big big sound. All right, thank you, Jake, for coming on. Uh, we're going to talk about what we're going to eat now. We've talked about it with Mans and uh, and and, um, and Jacob. But yeah. So we're going to talk through two things, Tom. Right. Okay. Firstly, what we're literally going to do Saturday. Okay. And then we're going to talk about the philosophical best yes. menu for a grand yeah. final. I've right? prepared both. I've so food. Yep. So literally on. Here's the thing, right? Yeah. Here's a true story, folks. We got to this nice hotel in London when we're staying for the week. Yeah. I walked into my room mm. and it was nice. Yeah. I went to sit on the couch. I moved a cushion, 
and there was a pair of used underpants. Yeah. Dirty underpants yeah. under the cushion on the couch. And would have just thrown you. And I went, I wasn't actually that upset, to be honest. But what I did yeah. is I went, I'm getting a hotel upgrade. <laughs> and so I rang our tour manager who's been on the road for 20 years, toured Ross Noble and Dylan Moran, yeah. Flight of the Concords. Mm. He's been on the road. I rang him. You know, I text him. Yeah. And he rang me. He's like, right, he's Kiwi. Here's what you do. Here's what you need to do. And so I went down and said all these things to the person. They went, yes, you're getting a suite. So yeah. I'm on the top level of this hotel now with a fucking palatial suite. Yeah, you're high enough that you get natural light, I imagine. I, I have a horror... I, can, I have a beautiful... Almost 180 view of London. Yeah, I can't the wait London, to get up there. The London skyline. Yeah. And that's where I think we're going to have to watch the grand final because the what you have to go to the venue for our two shows that day at like 9 a.m. Yeah, so the grand final starts at 5.30 a.m. and I need to go to the venue at 8. Yeah, perfect timing. So it'll hopefully just be wrapped up and yeah. I'll go get in. I'll, I'll probably walk over actually. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be good. Um, so we have to watch it from my palatial accommodation. yeah. yeah. As opposed to going to some London pub and getting bashed. Yeah. Which is, you know, good. So, let's talk about what we're actually going to have. What are you? What's your plans okay, for Okay, so what here's are we my actually, plan. Well, and can I also say, it's going to yeah. be 5.30 a.m. The game starts. Yeah. But we have to be up for Kiss. We have to yeah. be up for all the shit. So yeah, I'm going to come to your room about 5, I think. No, that'll be your miss Kiss. Well, that's okay. I think 5 is a good effort. I think what I'm going to do is go to bed really early. Because we've got a big day. You know? Hey. Have a think about this. I think you need to be up for Kiss. Okay. What does that be? Like 4.30? Yeah. Okay. That's a big ask, but we are we do have a week off, so I could pr- potentially it's a make big that day. happen. It's a big day, but you don't... If you phone it in for the first show, I think that's fine. So, I'd be interested to see what you think, Broden, because I actually did a little bit of research yes. on what will be open in the area, and I couldn't really find anything. Yeah, that's the problem. So, what I've got in my head is potentially we get some stuff prepared in advance and then at halftime, which I'm thinking will be about seven, Yeah, there's a Greg's next door to a Starbucks. Yeah. So I'm thinking we go to Starbucks. Okay. I'm going to get a cold brew, probably a, a cream fudge, clotted cream fudge um, For cold brew. For a grand brew. final thing. And then I'll get a bacon and egg sanger from Greg's. Okay. That's the best I could come up we're with. We're near McDonald's, London. we're near KFC, we're near Greg's, we're near Starbucks. Will things they be like 24 that. hours? No. Yeah. Maybe McDonald's. Maybe, I don't know. Well, we could get Macca's Brecky. Here's, here's, the hot, here's, the, here's the situation, Tom, right? All right. In our rooms, we have ovens. Okay. In our room, we have hot plates. That's true. We're so, in well, service departments. Yes. So open that up to the situation. Okay. I didn't even think about that, to be honest. 4 a.m. nachos. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hot plate. Maybe we have. 5 a.m. ravioli. <laughs> I mean, I'd be up for like some pancake situations. Like pancake reckon, situations. Do you reckon Tesco has those shaking pancakes? I things? think they would. Yeah, right. I'm thinking, uh, what else can you put in the oven? Party pies. Fuck. Is there anywhere in London we can find party pies? Surely not, right? Surely that's an Aussie thing. If you hear from us, if you're listening and, and you hear and you know where we can get party pies. Yeah. Or just pies, right? Like British pies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put them in the oven. Yeah. We're Pies ne- in the oven. We're near a very, very, very big little. <laughs> little is a shop? Yes. You can't say very big little. Right. So is it L-I-D-L? Yeah. So when, ne- like I've been in a few littles since we've been in London, we're, ne- we're near the, like, the biggest A little. big little. It's like 20 aisles and it's dead. Yeah, it's like an Aldi. Yeah. So maybe we could go to little. Get some frozen things, put them in an oven. Yeah. Because I got you some ice cream from there the other day. Thanks. Yeah. Um, 
That's for the show, not just because I asked Tom to go and get me ice cream. <laughs> like, deliver me ice cream. The oven opens up some stuff for me as well. Yeah, I'm okay. It's in, and, and is it just a frying iced thing. coffee drinks, do you think? Is that what we're doing? I think so. But like, you know, I was sort of holding out for a Starbucks. But by the time we get to 6.30, half time, we're going to be starving, aren't we? What time Starbucks open? At 6. Yeah, that's right. But we don't want to leave. We won't no, have time between no, quarters. No, oh, It's going to be tough. But I like maybe we just do our best to pre-prepare. I think yeah, that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. Now, let's move to the actual grand final menu. All right, I've done a lot of work so, on. So, so have I, mate. Okay, you you take me through. This is what Tom's ideal grand final day menu is. Okay, so we're starting off with the drinks. So we're going to go to the USA shop. Okay. We're going to get a selection of USA sodas. So you're going to go to Northlands. Yeah. The little lolly shop. You're going to drive down the fucking. In the southeast suburbs, there's like yeah. USA food shop. And, or there's even, they're popping up in Brunswick now even, you know? Yes, like, yeah. yeah no, but you're talking vapes. about like those weird ones that sell vapes. And yeah, like, yeah, What yeah. is this weird shop? But they have lots of great American stuff. But there's like these sh- weird shops owned by weird bogans down southeast where it's like a fucking grocery yeah. stores. Anyway, go on. And it's- so, and I, what I've had in my head is that I'm entertaining like six to ten people. Okay, yeah, I like that. So I we're like getting that. Dr. Pepper. Okay. Cherry Dr. Pepper. Yep. Vanilla Float Dr. Pepper. Okay. Cherry Coke. Yes. Vanilla Coke. Yes. Mountain Dew. Yes. An assorted amount of Fanta flavors. Yes. We're going to get strawberry Fanta, blueberry Fanta, a few of those things. Okay. That's a lot of drinks. And then if you want to drink alcohol, you have to bring it yourself. Okay. 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 So pre-game. Yes. We're going to set up just some simple pizza bread with some tzatziki and some taramasalata. breaking it up. So that's what we're going to have as you walk in, just some light pita bread. Okay. For the first half, we're going to do the oven. So we're going to do some party pies yeah. and some pita. What is that? You know, like filo pastry with like cheese and ricotta in a, you know, ricotta cheese and spinach. Why couldn't you just say that? Because they're, they're not, I think Australia <laughs> calls them pastry triangles or something, but they're actually tiropita. All right. Okay. You're going That's full your first break. half. You're doing spit? I oh, will see. Half time. Out comes the hot dog station. <laughs> So I we got told, hot dogs. We, we talked about the hot dog station last week. Yeah. And here's what the station's going to involve. Yes. Ketchup, raw onion, cooked onion, tasty cheese, mustard, mayo, barbecue sauce, relish. So you Would you put a crispy onion there? Like a shallot? No, I don't think so. You either get your raw or you get your cooked. That's all <laughs> I'm preparing for you. Then I'm going to order... How are, you, how are you preparing the hot dogs? Just They're going to be in water. They're going to be in boiled water, like if you're at the game. Now they just scoop it out of the boiled at water. The game. Yeah. So at, if you're at a local footy place, oh, right, yeah. you get a hot dog. Not at the MCG. No, though. no, no. It's just got a boiling water thing, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it's all going to be prepared perfectly for like you know it's going to come out at the right time. Okay. And I'm going to order also order like three large pizzas. Where from? So for me, I'm going to Da Vinci's in Watsonia, okay. and I'm getting a Mona Lisa pizza. Okay. Right. And then whoever's around, they can get a couple others. Yeah. And then I thought on top of that. We'll get a bucket of hot and spicy brownies. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, but now you're in a fantasy world because you the whole know, thing is fantasy. I've no, never put this much effort into anything. I mean, I've hired chefs. Hot place. and spicy, but that's like saying then I'll have dinosaur meat because hot and spicy doesn't exist in Victoria unless you go to certain stores. No, no, no. The hot and spicy boneless is permanent now. I'm so sorry, you idiot. Right. But you said that's not the same as hot and spicy. No, it's not the same. It's, um, not, it's not even called hot and spicy. No, it's called hot and spicy boneless. Whereas in like hot and spicy chicken is much better. Okay, right. The boneless is like cheap chicken with like the zinger. But I it's, love. The, I, it's I still like nice. it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then the second half. So we've all had our fill. 
Then we've got a crepe station. Set I'm up. offended that you think this is a fantasy. <laughs> this is you. Know, I would never do this. You should. Inv- you should back yourself in and do things like no, this. No, see, I would prefer to just watch the game and have this delivered to me by someone. Yeah. Okay. So second half, crepe station. We got lemon crepe and sugar. <laughs> so someone, have you got like a chef in? Yeah. Do this? So the hot dog station is you now got, being transformed silly. into a crepe station. All right. You're gonna have lemon and sugar, Nutella, cream, of course, apricot jam, raspberry jam, <laughs> honey, and maple syrup. Can I just mention as well, Tom's body language changed dramatically. Like when we were talking to Marnie and Jake sitting back at the couch, he's sitting up, he's got a leg on the couch now. <laughs> I'm he's... pitching this to you directly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's, and then I thought that'll do us. All right, great. Okay. Can right. I st- That's a very, there's crossover. I'll yeah, start okay. by saying that with my list. Okay. Let me start by saying some of the vitriol from low people mm. who said that my... <laughs> yeah. My want of not having a sausage on white bread was somehow elitist. Elitist. <laughs> I, if you think that, if you think that, <laughs> I invite you to challenge yourself yeah, in yeah, your yeah. life. Yeah. Read a book. Yeah. Go and see an art house film. Yeah. You are living a very simple life. If you think that that what me suggesting is is highfalutin rich <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, you are wrong. You are wrong. The people okay? also came after me for not liking Rissoles because they are shit. Well, you're a dumb cunt for that. <laughs> but, okay, so the, I'm doubling down on yeah. mine, okay? Um, you, basically, your stance is the Aussie barbecue sucks. And I'll die by that fucking... Yeah. I'll die on that hill. And I think you've just spent too much time in America. That's what I think. Uh, I think, okay, now... Because Americans do barbecue so much I'm better. Sorry so that I'm, well traveled. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm well-traveled. I'm sorry that I've lived a life and I've seen the best of the world. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I have class and culture. Because yeah. seriously, the first time we went to America, we went down and pitched a bunch of shows to a bunch of like, ex- you know, yeah, like producers, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And they and just one of them was having a barbecue. Like it must have been a Friday or something. Yeah, no, they did. And, they, and this is the first time I've ever been in America. I've been there for like It was funny days. or die. It was funny or die. And they'd set up what I'm talking about with a hot dog, but with burgers. Yes. So they had like the best burgers you've they ever do it better. had. And, and so then this station of all stuff of, you could put on think there. Think of these losers who are having sausage and white bread and think it's as good as it gets. We, yeah. Oh, I had a better barbecue experience than the Funny or Die parking lot than I've ever had yes, in Australia. Exactly. So it, I get that you're you, correct. You, you st- yes, exactly. You started it anti-me, but you've come over. No, right. but like I do think I have a special place in my heart for the Aussie barbecue as yeah, well. Yeah, but that's I have a special place for shitting in a hat and putting it on my head. <laughs> um, drinks. Yeah. Some beers, some wines. Oh, no, no, no. Some beers, some wines. You know what I mean? Not interested, but fair. Uh, maybe, a, you know, some beers, some wines. Sure. Here's where I'm getting a bit serious, right? Okay. The seltzers. Oh, all right. So, like the white claws. Yes, the the white claws, but you know, you get whatever seltzers. You've become so LA. How did I not see this? Stop. No, it's not. It's Australian. <laughs> Everywhere. It's a it's a low calorie and it's fizzy and it's you don't you know it's just nice. Yeah, you can keep yeah. you know it's fine. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Dr Pepper. Okay. With cherry and vanilla as well. Yeah, great. I'm going to add to your list what you said. You said Coke Cherry. I agree. Yeah. Some sprites. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I put Mountain Dew down for those boring people. Some sparkling water, I thought, might be okay, nice. That's, yeah, that's nice. And then nippies, which Same. you didn't have. I'm a bit disappointed No, because I, I thought the milk wouldn't go well with like all but that stuff. if we're having a barbecue, we have to be on brand. Yeah, I did think about it. Nippies. All right? Then when you come into the party, the mm. game hasn't started yet. Kiss haven't even turned on their guitars yet, yeah. right? But welcome. You're having, a, you're having a seltzer. Here's the finger food that's on show. Okay. Wings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gone simple here Barbecue honey I, wa- I don't want you to get full Here right Yeah right right So you've got Wings and party pies They're the only two on offer When you walk in Maybe some chips wings. Corn chips um, You know chips But I, like not a huge amount What flavour wings? A spread 
So I've got a dry rub. Oh, so you're going very American with this too. No, it's not American. <laughs> Chickens are everywhere. Yeah, but I would. I think an Aussie wing would be like honey and soy. Okay, well, let me finish. <laughs> okay. Honey soy. Yeah, great. I'd, I'm I'd going to like, I'm going to, what's the English? Cannings. You're going to Cannings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting, I'm going there and I'm saying a bag of that, a bag of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannings and I'm air the frying place. these, by the way. Oh, watch it. I've never had an air fried wing. Yes, you have. Really? Well, you don't cook, so Elle was probably done this. <laughs> um, wings and party pies are just on the show. Yeah, no, I'm okay. into it. Okay. Couple and of then, sauce bottles as the game's starting, here come the mains. All right. And this has been catered by my private, uh, my private butler. Yeah, great. Um, the sides. I'll start with the sides. Okay. Mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good and that's call. maybe with a Dorito crisp on top. And maybe like some truffle in it. Yeah. Truffle mac and cheese. Barbecue broccoli. Okay. Never heard of it. So they, you know, they do it up barbecue style. Oh, is this a, um, is this like too catered to the vegans and vegetarians? No, it's just like a it? nice pairing because you don't want to just. Because have... I don't believe in vegetables. Okay. Onion rings. Okay, yeah, the onion rings, very American. <laughs> you can't. You did fourteen <laughs> different cokes and yeah. Dr Peppers. <laughs> They're delicious. And then a nice salad, some salads. Oh yeah, I should have added a salad. Uh, and here's my mains. All right. Okay. Right. And so this is with all those things. Yep. Brisket. Okay. I love brisket so much. Sausage. Like you're, but you're talking like barbecued sausage. Like a house-made sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like sausage on the Halfway barbecue. between a hot dog and a sausage. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hearing Maybe that. big jalapeno um, slices in the middle of them. You oh, know yeah, I mean? yeah. And a bit of cheese stuffed in there. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chicken tenders. So a nice high-end chicken tender. Okay. And have you got dipping sauces for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So honey mustard, <laughs> barbecue, and, a, and an aioli. Like yeah, a, gar- a garlic, a garlic aioli, aioli. Yeah, Although, I don't think you need to say garlic aioli, because isn't aioli um, mayonnaise with garlic? No. And now. Yeah. Burger patties, right? Okay. Now, this is where it gets interesting. All right. A bun station. Yeah, okay. So, you can go to town in whatever way you want. Similar to our experience at Funny or Die. Yes. So, you've got your nice brioche buns piled up crisp, lightly, with a butter on them. Oh, yeah, of course. And then you can go, fuck, I want a brisket burger. Yeah. Fuck, I want a chicken tenders burger. Oh, I see. Um, There's pickles, there's sauces. Yeah. Big Mac sauces there. Yeah. I want a burger and you can start to build and there's nice cheese there. The Mm -hmm. cheese is maybe melted onto half the patty. Yeah. And then desserts, I was thinking light on. Not that much. Well, okay. I think we're okay. That's out of character. For so you. maybe a couple of those like jars with cheesecake kind of situation in them. Or oh yeah, like yeah, a yeah, biscoff yeah. cheesecake, oh, like a tiramisu sort of thing. Light on. Yeah, yeah, sure. My one thought, but I think I'd be full by now and it'd be disinteresting. I might rent in a soft serve machine. Oh yeah, very cool. And then have some toppings. Even if you just had a bunch of cottage toppings, that'd be gross. This is for me and two people. This <laughs> <laughs> by the way, uh, so that's I, I think that's what I would do. Yeah, the other thing I thought of, like, if you wanted to do, like, a light-on dessert and not have a crepe station like in me, I was thinking of just going down to Laurent and getting a nice cake. Yeah, no, yeah. And just chopping it up and everyone can get a slice yeah, if they want. Yeah. Even, like, a nice cheesecake. That might be, maybe a cheesecake shop cheesecake. Yeah, that would be nice. Maybe a... I like a know. Snickers situation, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's the food. Yeah. Let us know what you're doing. <laughs> <clears throat> and now a call to the Kellys. Hang on, mate. You there? Yep. Hello. Hello. How you going? Good, mate. Good. How are you going? Yes, good. Mum and Dad, you're on the footy with Broden Kelly. Oh, that's nice. What? (laughs) Um, 
Where are you watching the grand final this weekend? Oh, uh, don't know. We've got to get, it's Mitchell's birthday on Saturday. Yeah. So we're going to go have a brunch with him, and then we might go to Craig's house for the afternoon. Where's oh, the, where nice are you going to have fair. brunch? At Lob. Oh, Lob's nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's almost nice, it's unusual, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to watch it at Craig's? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Wayne? Yes? What are you doing? He's having fish and chips for tea. I'm having fish and chips for tea. <laughs> Angus is exhausted. He's been at Puppy Play School all day, haven't you, Angus? That's the dog. With his friend Bruce? Yeah, listen, Who? just be careful. You know what he's doing. I know, I know what's happening. <laughs> Come on, Wayne. Now, who are you tipping? You're not, you're not so innocent, young Tom. <laughs> yeah, Tom. And who are you tipping for the grand final? That's... Who do you reckon? Brisbane, of course. And who are you tipping, Wayne? Yeah, I've got to back the Roy boys. At, at work today, someone was, uh, they were playing um, the Collingwood theme song. Oh, yeah. And I said, I said, could someone please turn that off? I'm offended. <laughs> That's good. Did <laughs> they turn it off? No. As a, guy, as a guy, I drive to the station every night when I'm at work. Yeah. And... Uh, I found out the other day he's a Collingwood supporter and I told him I wasn't driving him anymore. Yeah, fair <laughs> That's good. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're watching the highlights of the front. Well, not the front bar. What's this? The, the old show. footy show. 30 years at highlights. Oh, yeah. Pretty racist? Yeah, probably uh, a bit racist, a bit misogynist. Yeah. All, all the good things. Yeah, all the good things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what kind of fish and chips did you get? Um, I got uh, your flake, your potato cakes. And, and, your chips. Uh, and your chips. Yeah. Yep. Well, I was going to go to my mate's fish and chip shop, but I couldn't be bothered going out. So. Who's Andrew's your mate? Who's your mate, Wayne? Who's your, who are you name dropping? Nobody. Yeah, no. Who's, mate, who, who owns the fish and chip shop, Wayne? It's on High Street or Ange, something, isn't it? Ange, Chris do. I ain't going name dropping. <laughs> well, that's what he – it's Wayne's friend. Actually, I'm going to get him to come on. One of your podcasts. He, he's a, he's a good bloke. Yeah. How did you meet him? Through work. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. He went to he went to my nana's funeral and you didn't even go. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Is it was I was doing the eulogy at nana's funeral. Yeah. And dad faked a heart attack. Oh my lord! Um, so he didn't have to go. Is that right, Dad? Yep. Yeah, I had a turn. It was yeah. Nana's birthday the other day. It was her heavenly birthday. I know, I know, I know. And um, and uh, and so I'm I'm up there doing the speech, mm. and I look out to the back of the room, and I'm like, "Is that Ange Christo?" <laughs> and then Ange Christo showed up at the funeral, and he didn't recognise anyone. He thought he'd gone to the wrong funeral. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, except for Dave, Wayne's friend Dave came up and talked to him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Dave he, saw, he said, how come they didn't have any photos of you and the whole thing? And I said, oh, I'm adopted. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, who are you tipping? And, uh, by, by how much are you tipping Brisbane to win? Uh, two goals. And what are you tipping, Mum? Seven points. Are you going to bring any food to Craig's? No, I'll taste No, I'll get Sharon. She'll have some, a nice jacuri. What? Cheese board. Chicoutery. Uh, Cartier I'll take some party pies. Party pies. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, have some party points here. Yeah. See, Mitchell's got a haircut. He's gone full bald, huh? Like shaved yeah. his whole head. I love it. He's beautiful. Looks He's like Brody. gorgeous. Yeah, he looks like he a... Does. Yeah, All right, cool. this is a podcast. All right, see you later. <laughs> All right, peace off. See ya. And a lovely chat with them. Couldn't have, couldn't have gone couldn't have gone uh, couldn't have gone without chatting to Wayne and Leon. No. Now here's the news for the game. Let's talk the footy game. Okay. Oh, let's talk footy world. Callum Mills. Do you know Callum Mills? Yes. From the Sydney Swans. Yep. What an idiot. I know. I'm. 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 I have so many th- weird feelings and thoughts about this. Let me tell you what he did. Yeah. Tell him what he did. <laughs> so he's he's. Viciously injured. He's done a very bad injury to his shoulder. He's going to miss one year. Not from football. He was no. fucking around at Mad Monday with another player and yeah. just fucked his shoulder. And if, apparently it would be, if it, if it did in February, it would be season. Yes. So there's a good chance he's not back for a while for Sydney. No. And, um, he's a captain. But, a co-captain. Yes. And people are saying he should lose his captaincy. Um, but hey, just a couple of caveats on that. It was so apparently innocuous... Yeah. That they didn't even know till two days later. So I don't understand how that's possible. Mm. So I think there might be some porcupines from the Sydney Swans camp. I don't think they want to know that Callum was having a full wrestling match with one of his teammates. He might have just been like, who knows though? Like with these guys. It's a year, right? Having a wrestle. Having a wrestle. And he's like, actually, that hurt a bit. And then two days later, he's like, like, I better, I better. He's like, I bet for two days he was like, this really hurts. I'm hoping this just gets better. Yeah. And then he went, I've actually got to do something here. And then he went to the club doctor and then, yeah. Because yeah. my thing with Callum is like, he's missed a, a fair chunk of football this year and previous years. He's one of my favorite players and I genuinely think he's one of the top 10 players in the league when he's fit and healthy and going. And I really think that he'll, this is a, a blight on his career and it's he'll be the one who's hurting the most out of this. Um, so I'm not sure if we need to the media is doing a lot of bashing. I'm not sure if we need to. I think he'll probably be hurting more than anyone. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, no. I think Sydney's going to cop it into next year. And I actually applaud Sydney for being mm. so uh, upfront. I think they've been, been pretty open. There's been past times where they would just not tell anyone for a while. Yeah, 100%. And say, and say yeah. he's done his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Um, I could, you could see why. When you look at Kane Corn saying he should lose his captaincy and how ridiculous it is and how his contract should be torn up. You can see why they would hide stuff. It's it's that sort of rhetoric that makes people hide stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Another bit of uh, news is Brisbane's airport's all stormy and they yeah. can't leave. So as we... suddenly Mark Banana is looking pretty clever. Yeah, saying they should drive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they'll get there. That would be fine. Yeah, Brisbane put out a tweet saying um, that Port Adelaide and Essendon were colluding against them. Yeah, exactly. It's funny that's lightning fine. That's and, great. and planes. No yeah. Jacob Gaynor. No, it's good effort there. Uh, that's all the news. Now, <laughs> Fox Footy's longest kick. Yeah. You ever watched it? Ah, no, not much interest. I it's think Goxie's gone and done it a couple It's a of great times. tradition. Yeah, right. It's genuinely, I love it. you got to try and kick across the river. It's hosted by Jason Dunstall and Gazy, I guess. Yeah. Um, this year, James Sicily's kicking. Who oh, you re- cool. Who are you backing out of this, all right? All right. Sicily? Yeah. Uh, Adam Saad. Yep. Jamara Ugal Hagen. Yep. Mason Redmond from Essendon. Yep. Trent Rivers from Melbourne. Isaac Smith. Okay. Is going to have a crack. Well, Smithy could be a, yeah, okay, yep. Um, Daniel Rich. Oh, okay. Brisbane retiree. He's got a booming kick, yeah. Um, and Brendan Favola's having a crack. He's won it before. Oh, yeah, I was going to say Fev could, didn't he just win like the be- highest catch ever or something as a radio stunt? I don't know. With yeah, probably. That sounds like something they do. Yeah. Uh, I think he caught a, a football out of a helicopter. 
couple of wild cards as well. You got Fev, you got Daniel Gorringe, oh, yeah. social media uh, magnate. Yep. Ari Schoenmaker from the Tassie Devils. Okay. Don't know them. No. Don't know them. Um, no AFLW plays, it looks like. Yeah, right. Do they normally? Probably because it's in season, I guess. Oh, fuck, exactly yeah, why yeah, it's yeah, in. Yeah, 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 fuck. I um, was about to go full, how dare they? Yeah, 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 but no, it makes sense. Well, well captured. So I, that's I think Fev, I'll back in Fev because he's just seems like... He's an old man now. He's, yeah. an old, he's an old, decrepit old man. But isn't the whole thing with a nice long kick that it's all about technique? It's not really about strength or am I off? No, a fair part of it's technique. Yeah, I'm going right. to go Trent Rivers because go the Ds. Go the Ds. Oh, Sis might get it as well. It's dangerous too though. They're on like AstroTurf on the edge of a river. Yeah. <laughs> and if they overstretch it, they fucking they go, fall off and yeah. do you know what who I'd like to see in it? Has um, ex-Melbourne player now plays at West Coast ever done it? Jaden Hunt. Yeah, because he's got a... I don't know if he did it. A rip uh, top on him, right? Yeah. I think the reason most people do this is to get grand final tickets. All right, fun. Uh, but uh, So that'll be fun. It's actually... I remember that in 2021, the grand final day, just like... Just like, play the fucking longest kick. I need something to watch. <laughs> I need something to watch. <laughs> I'm so stressed. Build up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a nice thing to watch. So I recommend you get... And we need, now need to get up at 1am, Tom, so yeah. we can watch the longest kick. Did you say that um, Sports Day had... The the guy who reads out your pre-hype games on Channel 7 that you love. Daniel Hoyne. <laughs> oh, they had um, The Voice, The Voice the Man. Voice, yeah, oh, yes, yeah. I've heard about him. We do need to get him on at some point. He's yeah. got a great voice. Yeah, and apparently they had him on, so we'll have to listen to that. Next on the, yeah. the, the mighty Brisbane. I line. just thought that was a very footy with Braden Kelly thing for it them is. to do. I, he was on my list of people to get. Yeah. Um, great. Now, let's talk about the most important thing on Saturday. Kiss. Yeah. All right. I have my predictions for Kiss, right? I, I, when we chatted a month ago, I was like, Kiss, bad choice, bad choice. Yeah. I've had a change of heart. Okay. I think people will still be cynical and say it's shit because we're a country of cultural cringe and yeah. we are yeah. embarrassed and yeah. we've got mental problems as a country. Totally. Some people will just be, never be happy. Mm-hmm. I think Kiss are going to go off. I think they're going to do incredible. Yeah. Well, I, I, That's can, my prediction. Sure. Can I just say that? I never thought they would be bad. I thought they were a bad choice. Yeah. And I still think I stand by them being a bad choice, but philosophically, they will I, be great. Philosophically, I agree with you. I believe that they're going to be like, um, like, yeah, they should be getting choice of art. Exactly, exactly. But th- there's no doubt. They're one of the hardest working live acts of like yeah, the last 50 they're years. They're really now. old, right? Yeah, but they'll but be grouse. Surely they've... Um, taken into account that they're old and they know what they're doing. It feels like if there was an act, they're not coming out of retirement for this. It feels like they should know what they're doing. So it's it's only 10 minutes as well. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, probably. That's my prediction. It's going to be the surprise hit of the day. Yeah. Right? That's why you need to get up at three. Yeah. Now, here's my prediction of the order that they're going to play. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, my, I have a wild card, so yeah. I don't know if they'll play this, but if it was me, I would put this on the list, right? Okay. They're gonna, I want them to play Deuce. This song, at some point. I'm not sure if I know this. This is from their early albums. This is, they play this live all the time and it's a banger. Okay, cool. So they might, I might, they might play that. Sure. But here's what I think they'll open with, okay? I think they'll start... There'll be, he'll be the, there'll be the voiceover guy you are just talking about. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the award-winning tour around the world, blah, blah, blah. Please welcome Kiss. And then they'll play this, Detroit Rock City. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a good sound for sure. And you got it. And they'll, Melbourne, yeah. welcome to the grand final. Are you ready? 
and they'll be kicking and doing the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a good start. And they'll have their makeup on, probably. Yes, they no. That's a good prediction. <laughs> they'll do that, right? Yep. And then I think they'll go into uh, I think they'll go into a classic. Yeah. I think they'll go into this. Thank you. We're Kiss. Are you excited for? Give it up for the Brisbane. No, give it up for the Magpies. Ooh. This is Paul Stanley, by the way, the yeah, lead sure, singer. Sure. And they'll play rock and roll all night. Yeah, sure. We want you to party all day. And then, you know, they'll do this. Just listening to this, yeah, it's great music and it deserves to have a legacy, but it's just so old. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're you're just a, you're you're you you suck. And then here's my big prediction, right? Okay. Here's my. I think they'll do three songs and they'll close out with. I think they'll do this. I think they'll be like, "Thank you. We're at the home of this of one of the greatest rock bands in town, and we think." If you got to get to the grand final, it's a long way. And then they'll do a cover of ACDC of "It's a Long Way to the Top." That's out there because in the they last they keep doing covers. Right. I think the AFL asked them to do a Melbourne and Australian yeah, sure, cover. Sure, sure, sure. And I think they'll do this. Yeah, they could pull this off. I'm sure. That's my prediction, guys. It's out there. That's my hot take. Great. So, and remember me. On Saturday when you're watching the game. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yes. Shall we talk about the actual game? Yeah. So the ins and outs, Braden. Who cares? So Brisbane goes in unchanged and they have Jared Lyons as the sub. You're doing this off memory. Yeah. Because I remember that there was no changes. Now I'm going to look up the Collingwood changes. So I think Adams is out. That's correct. Yes. Adams is out. McStay is out. And they've named Ginnivan... On field. On field, which is crazy because he's only played eight games this year. Like, it's a real rev up sort of thing, isn't it? So, Billy Frampton, they've brought in. Back in. Yeah. Played all year. They dropped him for the finals. No, that was Noble, right? Yes, you're correct. Yeah. I'm an idiot. So, they haven't brought in Noble, which is ridiculous. What do you think of all this media stuff about who should get the medals? As in, like, should all 40 get yeah. the medals? Because I've always been hot and they should. I don't I don't give a fuck, to be honest. Yeah. What I will say, though, mm. is, yeah, give it to all 40 of them, but the medal will mean less. That's interesting. If I'm 39th, I didn't play all year. Sure, I'm the sure. ninth Ruckman. I'll be like, oh, this is nice to have, but it means nothing to me. Yeah, I thought, and, it, and in it, the it NBA... Hurt, it, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, in the NBA, there are a lot of three-time ring players who've never played a minute. Right, so <laughs> that you look at, like, fucking... Who a, a player on who like the guy who played for the Boomers? Yeah, who has a who has a ring? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Denver, and you go Jack, well, Jack White. Yes. No, that's the famous rock and roll player. No, I think it is Jack White. Oh, is it? Okay, someone will tell us. Yeah, <laughs> um, he has a ring. For yeah, the, for, he has an yeah. NBA ring. Yeah, he played no. He played. No, yeah, he was yeah. a two way player. Yeah, no, I, it's interesting. I just think of it often like you know if we went on tour and I had to miss out on one show and it was the biggest show ever and we won an award for that show. Yeah, you wouldn't like... deserve the... You wouldn't deserve it. <laughs> but... Um, no, I think it doesn't hurt. I think it's fine. It's, it's semantics, I think. It, it is a little bit. It's just so... It just... I guess it's... that we, we build it up as like the players care about this the most, you know? Yeah. And then there are players out there who absolutely deserve it and miss out because of injury or happenstance. No, so. I, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Um, so, yes, they've... So... They haven't brought in another tall for like for like with mixed days. No. They brought in a small who well, a two way he can play forward and back is and the idea. Didn't he him. come from Adelaide, this bloke? Oh wait. So he's drafted to Port Adelaide. So he's from Port Adelaide. 
So it's just a really interesting choice. A very Did like. Did he play much this year? No. So he played three games for Port Adelaide. He played 21 games for Adelaide. And then he's come across to Collingwood and he's played 15 games. He's fantastic for footy grid. Yeah. So he has played. He's he's played 39 games. So, but like, I guess he's just. He's French older. Player. He's been playing for eight years. They went a bit of experience. They went well, not experience with age, not experience with games. Yes, he's seen the world. Yeah, he probably he probably has opinions on, um, you know, like what you know what exercise works best for his body, kind of thing. Yeah, you know? it's he, crazy they didn't bring it back in Noble though. They've had so many opportunities, and he just well, they probably think this guy can fill a gap. If someone goes down forward, someone goes down back. He's more yeah, more, more of more a playable. utility. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. interesting. <laughs> um, it's going to be an interesting game. Here it is, folks. Here are our tips. Who are you going for? Okay, so I'm going for Brisbane, but I don't see how they can win. You know what I'll do? I'll do three, Brendan. I'll do my heart, my brain, and my Norm Smith. How about that? Yep. My heart is Brisbane. My brain is Collingwood. Mm-hmm. Close either way. Yes. Like only five points in it. Yes. And then my pick for Coleman is Hugh McCluggage. Interesting. Who I've championed on this podcast. Okay. My tips. Mm. Brisbane by 38 points. Oh, that'd be that'd be funny as. Oh, it'd be a real fizzer? It'll yeah. be a fizzer. Yeah, right. They'll just sort of get out and they'll be like, oh, uh, oh. They, I guess they were just the better team, oh, I'm sure. Wow. Oh. Yeah, wow. Lockie Neal gets it and everyone's <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> um, and... That's it. That's my tip. Yeah. If Collingwood win, leave the state. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be, you know, just let it die down for five days. Yep. A hot favorite. Everyone's acting like they've already won. Brisbane, it's, 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 um, it's doomsday for either of them if they lose, right? Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Because if Brisbane lose, it's almost like, fuck, that, this was the best chance they ever had. I mean, potentially, they've, right? Like, they've been hanging, smelling, sniffing around this flag for years now, like five, five so or six You're years. right. Like my my brain says there's no reason why they couldn't go again last year, but it becomes increasingly more difficult to stay up yes. the top. Yeah, it be, it's it's very hard to get to a grand final and then be back there the next year. Say yeah, hi to Geelong and yeah, Sydney. Melbourne, even say Richmond. Say hi to Bulldogs. Um, yes, it's hard to get back, right? Yeah. So they've ne- it's dire if they don't win it, right? Yeah. On the other side, Collingwood all year, plowing through. Huge vibes. Mm. Um, if they don't win, they're not. It, they have a chance to go back next year, but it's it's hard again. Like as we saw at the end of the year, they've been figured out a bit, so 100%. they need to change yeah. it up again next year. Yeah, the miracles it's, come to a close at some point. Yes, they, this and they fuck, they're gonna they're in a flag, right? Mm. Um, so it's it's a it's a it's not like um, I don't know. It's not like a juggernaut. They're neither of them. I don't think are a juggernaut team. It's they're in the right position at the right time. They've played their cards really well to get to this position. Yeah. And it's huge stakes. It's yeah. huge stakes for on both the, of them. On the flip, it, the winner might set up for a good run for two to three years. Like, Collingwood, if they won now, you could be like, fuck, like, you know, and same with Brisbane. But yeah, it's it'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, there, there's our tips. Enjoy the footy and thank you for a wonderful year. We'll be back next week to talk W and we'll be around for the whole off-season talk. Don't leave us, but we understand if you want to take a break. But we'll be there just to check in with you once a week kind of situation. Have a great week. Enjoy the football, Tom. I'll see you at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what food you're going to have. Thank you to Marnie, Jacob, Mum and Dad for being on. 
Thank you for listening all year. Enjoy the special day of our software.